Right, guys, so welcome back for episode 16 of Real World Talk. Back with uh, Connor and Brad, this time COVID free. It didn't get me. <laughs> so uh, you should notice a. Cheers, Connor. <laughs> she should notice a nicer quality of audio this time. <laughs> um, so today we're talking, obviously, the hottest of news, some controversy as usual. Usual. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. Um, and uh, then we're going on to the Mandalorian season finale. Mm. Um, let's start things off with a bit of Marvel news, and what everyone loves at the moment is Spider-Man Three. The speculation that's going around. We, us three are rumoured to appear. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I actually put out a uh, post as a joke um, for uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze from uh, the horrible George Cooney Batman and Robin film that he would be making a return. Some people got the joke. Some people questioned me and called me an idiot because he was a DC <laughs> villain. It was a joke. But uh, other than him, there's probably everyone else who's ever ever appeared it's on good the a film. chance it's good a chance for anyone. <laughs> um so let's go with it the first first week's first apparently the the deal has been extended with sony mm, for uh spider-man because apparently he's going to be a pivotal role in the future of the marvel cinematic universe so fair enough he's one of the biggest makes sense. setting characters in comic book history mm. other than i think superman um so yeah it makes sense that he is going to be in it it's a bit silly for sony to let it go mm. silly for marvel to let it go so with him on board for the future, let's see the latest uh, checklist roll call of <laughs> people actually, who are now. You've actually got your pen in your hand. So, in the last week since we did the Disney Investors Day, Willem Dafoe, who was Green Goblin, obviously, in the original Tobey Maguire. I'm glad you're doing this. I've forgotten. I forgot as well. I've I had forgot- to go back. I, yeah, I can't remember now. There's so many. So, right, Willem Dafoe, he's that's, so that's obviously not confirmed, I assume. No, nothing. Yeah. All of these, all these other even than, the Andrew Garfield, and we'll get onto that in a minute because there's something. But other than Alfred race. Molina and Jamie Foxx, they're the only two it's confirmed. It's actually only Jamie Foxx that's confirmed. Oh. But, more with s- all these things going around now. Right. But we'll get, there's a few announcements that has been made from a weird source that we'll have a look at. In a right, let's but, do this. Um, so, Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. obviously Green Goblin, back. Um, it makes sense if they're doing the rest of it. If they're bringing like, people back and we're coming on to like, Sandman and that, yeah. you definitely bring back Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, Will yeah. he be avenged? But you just said it, Sandman. Thomas Hayden Church, one of the worst ones mm. from it and... You know, he just let him go at the end. So, um, <laughs> floated away. Apparently, he's coming back. Um, some things, a new villain's been rumoured uh, is uh, Ned Leeds, who's played by uh, Jacob Batalon, I think his name is, yeah. in the Spider Man films for Hobgoblin. Mm. His character is actually Hobgoblin in the comics, so it would make sense. And he has, I think we discussed it. Lost weeks loads, ago, away. Lost loads yeah. away. He's, yeah. he's lost loads away. So, could be, could be a shout. But as well as him in the same post, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. It was sort of people didn't really believe he was dead at the end of Far From Home anyway, so sort of makes sense. Um, Dan De, Dan DeHans, Green Goblin from the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh God, yeah, um, is rumored as well. Dan DeHans. Dan DeHans, yeah. <laughs> Dan DeHans, yeah. yeah. Um, Factual. <laughs> so he's rumored again. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about what we think of these villains in a minute. Yeah. But the main story that came out was that the same actors will be back playing the same characters, but they will be different versions. So basically they said that they'll have a more comic book accurate uh, costume 
and will be more modernised so mm, it fits with now because mm. you think about the, the uh, Willem Dafoe Green Goblin was a Power Rangers looking villain yeah. in that weird green suit uh, it looked good for the time I suppose worked well but it was far away from what the comic mm. look was um, Doctor Octopus was great to be fair. You know, fantastic, yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I'll have that all day but let's, let's just quickly talk about these Villain. So, what do we think? What do we think of William Defoe's Green Goblin? So, tick for me. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he was a he was a good Norman Osborn, yeah, really yeah. good Norman Osborn. Angry, a bit mental, worked well. Yeah. Thomas Aiden Church, Sandman. No, <laughs> that's a big a, a big cross for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, yes. Yeah, like all yeah. for that. Yeah, massively bringing him back. He was fantastic in that. Um, Dan Dehans. No. Already, if we're gonna bring one Goblin back, let's have it. But and especially if there's gonna be a new Goblin. I mean. Because what, what James Franco's he was called New Goblin, wasn't it? The New Goblin. I'm just yeah. I don't, I'm not really I know Hobgoblin. Strangely, he hasn't been. Yeah, that's weird, at all. isn't it? <laughs> and there hasn't been a Harry Osborn uh, or Norman Osborn, is there? In no, not in not in, in Tom Holland's no, one, not in that universe. Um, no. So it makes sense for Norman Osborn Green Goblin to come back. But any, I'm not really feeling Hobgoblin. I know he's big. I know New Goblin was shit, and Hobgoblin is an actual big character but I'm not interested if we're going to bring any Goblin not yet, yeah. just bring yeah. just bring uh, Willem Dafoe I think you need Goblin. if you have in Spider-Man at all you need a Norman Osborn yeah 100% but Oscorp is in Spider-Man isn't it when is what? it mentioned <laughs> is, it, is it in Spider-Man Oscorp I, I, I don't, don't I think, so, think it's no. mentioned I don't once think it's been, I don't think in the Tom well yeah, correct, Tommy, yeah, Tommy correct Tommy. us if we're wrong but in the Tom Holland one no because obviously in Amazing Spider-Man the Norman Osborn's dying isn't he mm. and then his son becomes Dan Dehans, but Dan Dehans. Um, but yeah, I don't recall any moment in um, the Thomas Holland one that it's there that it's yeah. said Os, Os Tom, Cor- Thomas Holland, Thomas, <laughs> Sir, Sir Thomas. Um, the other one as well. So you're missing you're missing uh, James Franco, and you're missing also I can't I remember his name. He's got a weird name, Reese Earfans, who played the, the lizard. Oh, in Amazing Spider-Man. Right, yeah, the Welsh geezer. I think, yeah. I think he's, I think he's Reese Ifans, mm. Ifans, something like that. Um, but he hasn't been rumoured either. So basically, they're saying everyone's coming back, but bar two, which is a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man for me, the first one is is one of my least yeah, favourites really of all. Like anyway, it, yeah. um, but so bring them all on. Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock, perfect. No problem with that at all. Um, there was a weird source of sort of confirmation that I posted last night um, was Paramount the official Paramount Spain account oh, yeah. official with the tick on Twitter um, posted saying that uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are uh, confirmed for back to be back mm. um, as well as they will be exploring the Spider-Verse the has it been deleted now I assume it has gone yeah, yeah. has gone um, I don't really understand why Paramount would would do it. They're really nothing to do with it. Mm. Paramount's, uh, I mean, it's a Sony and Marvel property. So if it was coming from anywhere, it would be one of them two sources. But they did post it, and it seems a bit odd that a really odd, like literal official tick Twitter page has actually posted this, but uh, and has now since gone. Mm. So yeah, it's odd. But also within that same thing, because it was all in Spanish, so translating it, saying that we possibly could get a first look. They said it is a Christmas gift to fans mm. on Christmas Day. Right. So they okay. could be showing this off then. Who knows? I don't know. Um, seems odd, but I guess we'll have to go with it. I'm all for that, though. Coming back, different out, different looks, etc. Um, yeah, I'm all for that. Certain people. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it does one with all these people coming back now. We've said it before. It's, it could end up as an absolute... 
clusterfuck mm. of a film. Yeah. Or it could be like snippets. It could yeah. Be, he even could be falling through different multiverses and see like things that are going on elsewhere. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Bit, well, it happens a bit like a, it's a bit, it's a bit geeky, but the Ultimate Spider-Man Disney yeah. Plus show. There's a four-part series uh, episodes of um, Spider-Verse where he follows Goblin to these different universes and yeah. meets different Spider-Men. So I think we're going to get what Craig just said. I think it's going to be he goes for whatever reason the multiverse is in tatters. Well, um, Wonder Vision. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. The so he's going through these multiverses and coming across these villains and possibly and. Not possibly. It's happening. Yeah. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah. So I think it's going to be that rather... And then they might all come into one universe at the end as a big yeah. Civil War type airport scene moment or whatever. Well, I they've, think they've already said the rumours from the start was that Tobey Maguire's and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man comes in at the end. To save the day. To, to, yeah. to help out and whatever. But it seems odd that if they don't do this, it would seem too odd now. There's too many rumours going about. There's too mm. many actors like Jamie Foxx even saying some stuff. Alfred Molina apparently on set, Tobey Maguire, uh, costume fitting. Yeah. Um, even on Investors Day, Kevin Feige saying uh, we'll have one division that will directly go yeah. into Doctor Strange, which will affect our future Spider-Man film. So yeah. it, they can't not do it now. Mm. And I think if they wasn't if they wasn't planning to not do it, they should <laughs> change it all to. now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's already started filming, so the fact that there's no been there's been no leaks really yeah, official incredible. leaks is is a bit mad. But yeah. The Mandalorian man should do it, which we'll speak about it later. Yes. Um, but a new bit of news that I haven't even posted yet, so fresh mm. here for you. Um, I mean, you've already seen it. But um, <laughs> Kevin Feige uh, made a little video announcement last night. Still had his cap on. So his Standard. Cap. Black one. Um, uh, it was blue, I think. Oh, we did it. It matches his suit, so that's all that counted. But he made an announcement last night uh, saying that at the Billy Billy Chinese uh, New Year event, uh, there'll be a Marvel inspired musical sort of thing um, which will give a first look at the 2021 slate he did specifically mm. mention um, all the, the Shang-Chi Black Widow and Eternals no mention of Spider-Man mm. which is a bit odd I, it does I, no one really knows how the, uh, the Marvel Sony um, deal works so maybe Sony have to do it yeah. do you know what I mean maybe yeah. they have to pull it out there and Show it off first. I don't. I don't really know. But he specifically didn't mention that. And and like we said on Investors Day, didn't really do much there. No. He didn't say much. Passing comment, if anything. That'd be really weird. Who's singing? It's not act. It's not like the MCU actual actors. Is it's not like bloody Scarlett Johansson having a sing song. Sure, no. Hugh Jackman's coming. In. <laughs> <laughs> this is the good. <laughs> um, no, Hugh. Hugh, no. <laughs> Wrong franchise. Nothing to do with you anymore. Um, no, but he didn't say just as a Marvel-inspired musical thing for new and this. It's Billy Billy. It's called Billy Billy event um, in China, so it must be like some annual New Year's show or something they do. I don't yeah. know, um, but yeah, it's good. We'll, we'll wait and see then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure it will hit uh, the socials. Yeah, we'll, pretty we'll soon after. Um, that's it for Spider Man. I've got. Have you got anything else? No, I've got nothing for Spider Man. No, no Spider Man. No? All right. So uh, another one we've got is uh, Dave Batista has come out and said that due to obviously COVID and scheduling issues and stuff like that. Storylines have had to have been changed for all future Marvel uh, films, as well as the fact, the way that the stories are all going to intersect. Mm. Seems, right. That seems... Why is Dave coming out and saying this? I'm not really sure. <laughs> not really sure. He's got a big mouth. Yeah, he has got a big mouth. I'm not really sure why he's... What's going on, Dave? No, I don't know why he's the uh, mouthpiece yeah. for it, but um, 
apparently so. But okay. I mean, it, see, that seems quite obvious. There's been so many pushbacks yeah. and stuff now. Um, it seems like the only one you can see that's constant is WandaVision, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, because each of them have moved yeah. sort of yeah. at the same bit. So they've, they seem like they're integral to what's going on. Um, but yeah, he, he doesn't know when his next paycheck's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Guardians freeze in like 2023 20, or something. Yeah. I mean, they're all rumoured to be in the next four film. It would make sense. Trickles going to James Gunn. Bring me into Peacemaker. No, I can't. <laughs> Dave, it's different. It's different franchises, buddy. I what can't. He's not going to miss my man's door. Yeah, Vince, yeah. I'm feeling a comeback. What do you think? Um, yeah, so he said that. Fair, Fair enough. enough it seems seems pretty obvious yeah. and logical. Yeah. Um, there is a there has been a new Disney Plus series announced. Oh yeah. Um, it's not nothing to get excited about, but it's called Mar- Marvel Legends. Um, and it's just going to focus on iconic MCU moments, um, one character at a time. I guess it's sort of like a refresher mm. because they haven't really had to put out anything, have they? So it's quite easy to go back and just grab a few clips, I imagine. Um, it's starting on January 8th, just be- a week before One Division. Great date. Uh, yep. Great day. Good day, yeah. Why? Nothing's happening, though. Nothing? Nothing's <laughs> happening. It's a <laughs> nothing day. It's just my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, January well, you can watch January- this. Yeah. You can watch this. Um, yeah, January 8th it begins um, a week before with uh, Wanda and Vision. I mean, the synopsis did say one character at a time, so it's, they've sort of got that. <laughs> but I think it's two, in fairness, I think they're releasing two episodes. Okay, well, fair enough. So- <laughs> uh, yeah, beginning with Wanda and Vision. Um, fair enough, it might be a nice I'll little refresher before. I will watch it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, see, it's another, another Disney Plus series. Not really that bothered about it, to be fair. Yeah, add to the pile. Yeah, literally <laughs> add to the pile. Well, I don't think they even counted as one of the ten shows no. they announced. But, um hey. Now, this is a new one. You, Brad, I'm, I, you can't see I'm pointing at Brad, but uh, Brad uh, actually sent this into the group chat, our little podcast podcast chat. Uh, Gus Fring. Oh, um, yes. Leader of uh, Bolt. Bolt. <laughs> um, Chicken Man from Love Pole. Pole yeah, Gus, Love Pole. Gus Fring. Moff, Los Polos. Los Polos, that's it. Moff Gideon. And now, finally, confidently able to say his name. Giancarlo Esposito. What a um, name! A great if, name. If he was listening, well, he's not listening. If he, <laughs> if he was listening, he'd be going, "Look, lads, I've got a cracking name. Use it." Giancarlo Esposito. It's a fantastic Fuck name. Fuck me. So, a weird story for this is uh, Vegas bookmakers um, have now made him favourite to play Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four Marvel Studios. I put a post about this. There's been, I wouldn't say controversy. But there's been some uh, I understand. opinions. I understand what people are... I've seen um, sort of people's comments on this and online as well. I know what people are saying that like he's very typecast as a villain, but he's brilliant at all those villains. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he is a bit on obvious choice, but why would you not? If I was... Um, was it John Watts? Sorry, he's directing, yes, isn't he? Yeah. If I was John Watts and I'm going, right, I need the big bad Doctor Doom, who can I confidently get and not worry about someone that will nail that character? Yeah. Giancarlo yeah. Esposito. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's got that... Um, even like Gus Fring and Moff Gideon from Mando and uh, even the... I can't remember his name in, in uh, The Boys, but uh, leader, of the, leader of Vought. He's that same sort of slimy, arrogant... Uh, angry little man, and he mm. he's got that thing. Yeah, and Doctor Doom is is very like suave, sort of slimy, a bit like creepy. And that's he? what so, I was gonna say. Like, I, uh, is he's is he's it's not called Doom in uh, Victor Industries, or whatever it's called. He's like company, and he has and stuff as well as what? he's you know obviously he's like he's got like Vera yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like he has, as you say, the the geezer from Nick Tuck who played him in Fantastic Four. He actually done it really well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because like you said, he is a. 
sort of businessman. Smart. He's as smart as Reed Richards, isn't he? Like yeah, he's, he is, he's smart. Yeah. yeah. So he, um, you need to have that someone that can portray a sort of manipulated, calculating villain, and he is just fantastic. Yeah. So why are people are not sort of happy about it and just or curious I don't know but so there is there is like you said there's mo- most of the comments are to do with he's being typecast as a villain but mm. you know if you do if you do something well yeah. carry on doing carry it carry on doing it yeah. but the, the other side of it is a lot of people's going too old if, if this, point. I do sort of get that one yeah. if this is a fresh new franchise that they're going to want to because Fantastic Four could be as big as Avengers if they do it right do you know what I mean is that especially in comic uh, comic books that's, that's yeah. similar sort of um, on they are sort of on par. So, if this is a franchise looking to go forward a long time, uh, maybe he is too old. Well, it's yeah. only got to be. It's only got that fucking mask on, any after about ten minutes anyway. So, <laughs> well, yeah, just exactly. slap a mask on it him. It could be anyone. <laughs> well, I mean, I've just seen another comment that says Charlie Sheen will be a great Doctor Doom. So, oh, f- oh yeah. name it, name it. Shout out, um, Oreo dot Speedwagon. <laughs> Makes sense. It's the sort of comment you would expect from Mario Speedwagon. But <laughs> uh, another comment uh, said, uh, "I'd love to see him as Norman Osborn. Could be that could be quite cool. Quite yeah. like, he could because Norman Osborn should be yeah. an older person yeah. as well. I mean, we're saying old. He, how old is he? He's got to be. I don't know. Sixty. He's got to be sixty. I would say late fifties. No, look, con. Do the research. Have a look. Have a look. Um, I mean, he, he was about forty something in. Breaking Bad, and that was a long time 62. ago. 62. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Jesus. Connor, okay. Well done. Top well draw. done. <laughs> um, another one said, uh, this one I can get on board with. Right. And YouTube, Dan, if you want. I'll jump on it for But someone said... I'll spit it out, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to find it. I was just trying to get some time now. I was trying to find it. Um, so they've nom- they, they're nominating Jude Law as Dr. Doom. But, however, he did play uh, Yon Wog in... Captain Marvel, so yeah, oh, it's not a good film as well, but he is a very good villain, Jude Law. In uh, King Arthur, he was quite good as the villain in that. Um, so I, I love Jude Law, so that actually is quite he, good. He has got the sort of yeah. character that suaveness, cocky, arrogant, he can of. be dark as well. Yeah. So, I, yeah, yeah, fair point, good call. And then we got the usual um, uh, comments about mm. race and stuff. And yeah. I tell you, I tell you why is he Eastern Europe? Well, he should be Eastern European, not. <laughs> it's never going to happen. I'll tell you, be good as I'll tell you, be good as Don, uh, Victor Von Doom, but I'm a bit of a sucker for him, so mm-hmm. you might shoot me down. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Could, be love right. him. could be right. And there was uh, one other that I think as Jason as, Isaacks. It's comment. No, don't know. Just for <laughs> someone random. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh really? That's the so, Tarzan geezer oh, we were yes, talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah him, how yeah. random is that? Really? So that. I like that comment. Actually, wait, let me give you a shout, yeah, out, my shout friend, because that was fantastic. That was from. Oh, why did I pick one of a weird name? Uh, Tai Hin Hienan fifty. I'm no help here. No. What's Shami's face? Oh, you're no, it's that's the comment. Oh, that's the comment. Yeah, no, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I realised as it came out of my mouth. Shami's face. Mug of a. So let's just call him Tai. Yeah. Um, he has a lovely little dog as his profile picture uh-huh. but um, well done for that comment because that was yeah I like that I like that a lot Show me his face. <laughs> um, and then someone randomly randomly commented his name is Abu Nassar mm. um, can I please get a black transgender Wolverine on that post so <laughs> okay fair okay. enough yeah. well, we'll, do, we'll see what we can do <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll make some calls there's, there's um, some actors out there though that are probably like really well they're agents you're probably speaking to agents going get me a good gig because obviously you've got like 
uh, Thrawn for yes, Thingy, yeah. which would be a big character uh, villain. Mm-hmm. Um, you got obviously Doctor Doom. Like if I was a, a an actor, I'd be like, oh, get me in that bloody universe because it's just constant money for years. Yeah. <laughs> easy yeah, yeah. money, it's easy money. Yeah, but they um, if most actors should look towards, uh, you know, sort of Robert Downey Jr. as like what can be made yeah out what can happen career. to your career yeah you, you get look look you get in a star wars or marvel film or a disney film in general you're you're there yeah, yeah. you're done do you know what i mean you're 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 never, never need to do anything again yeah but um but you do it well as well they don't they don't exactly make well, look at, shit films let, to be fair to pedro pascal he's obviously yes. quite a well-known face but look at him in the mandalorian what is everyone knows who he is yeah like if you with pedro pascal and Mandalorian, exactly exactly that's <laughs> what i mean so that's the best example as soon you get into yeah. these franchises you very very good chance unless you're like the unlucky ones in Fantastic Four 2015 or whatever then you're unlucky <laughs> but, yeah. but most of the time you'll be fine so that, yeah. I mean we've discussed it before but that was a shit show from the start yeah. they, even the director was going this isn't my version <laughs> before you even come out it's like oh right, okay cheers mate um, just talk on that quickly though well, it was can I just interject, on, interject on, on Esposito yes he was speaking to a squire Yes, um, and he's very keen on a Gus Fring spinoff. Is he? He's cool. He's, full, he's, full, he's keen on a Moff Gideon spinoff as well. Yeah, but he's very keen on a Gus Fring spinoff. I mean, Gus, yes, Moff Gideon. There's no need. Mm. Don't do that. Problem with Gus is you see him bit uh, better called Saul as well. Yeah, he oh, looks he too old. Because mm. in Breaking Bad, he's, he's young. Yeah, yeah. And in this, they try and de-age him with his well, hair Well, Walt looks stuff. older than him in, in yeah. Breaking Bad. So, yeah, yeah, he looks quite... Oh, they try and de-age. Well, they, they're sort of not de oh, with his the hair and hair stuff and like that. Yeah, the curtain. Because even in Breaking Bad, there is a flashback to when he was young. You know when his mate gets killed at... Yeah. What, have you seen this? No. Ah, okay. Sorry, anyway, no, yeah. <laughs> do a flashback to basically when he was... Um, uh, like his boss was like the Mexican yeah. drug cartel and that and he tried to look a bit younger they do it really cleverly like, with filters of um, cameras that make it look a little more right. um, smooth faced yeah yeah, 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 yeah and like an orange sort of hue to it so it makes it look a bit a like tanner. Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles 2 <laughs> if anyone has seen it don't carry but, on uh, but so John Watts is director of the new Fantastic Four right yeah. he also did Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home now he put this picture. I remember putting this post out. I'll show you a minute. Don't mm, trying to look. I've got, I've got, I've got my glasses on. <laughs> I can't see. Yeah. So he. So basically, I put this picture up um, when the old, when the old account was still going. So mm. in Spider-Man: Far From Home, at the very end, he's swinging about with um, Zendaya, and uh, and they he swings through what was Avengers Tower, and at the bottom of it, there's sort of um, construction working boards right behind it. So this was the t- This is what everyone jumped on. Now John Watts is now doing the new Fantastic Four. So this seems planned. So in the background of the shot, underneath uh, where Avengers Tower is, it has one, two, three. Um, excited to show you what comes this next. Is not a question mark. I've seen this. Mm. So it's obviously four. So Fantastic Four and that tower, which was redesigned as he swings through the middle of it, doesn't he? Yeah. Fly through the middle of it. That's obviously going to be the backs of the building, Fantastic Four. So. Marvel know what they're doing. Yeah. This was like this is yeah. far from home, and they've got. We're excited to show you what comes next. One, two, three, four. I and remember when I and saw... now John Watts, who did that, is directing Fantastic Four. So I remember when I saw that. I went. I saw the the, the headline or the the context, yeah. and I went, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> Opened it up. I went. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> that is, it's an odd. It's an odd. Yeah, thing to that is an odd when, thing to have. But now the same director's doing. Yeah, Fantastic that would be Four, that so. would be odd, even if it wasn't placed where it is, where yeah. the building is. Yeah. That'd be odd if it was just in there. With a, with a four can't wait to see what's coming next that is very very coincidental the, the funny thing was though is back in I don't know if you remember back uh, when it was Spider-Man Homecoming 
obviously they're moving all the stuff out of Avengers mm. Tower because he says he sold the tower. Yeah. And the rumours were around then, oh, this is going to be mm. either uh, Norman Osborn's tower or the Fantastic Four backs the building or whatever. And, I mean, it is. Yeah. That is what it yeah. is now. And um, so, yeah, just quite a cool little Easter egg that seems to be coming to fruition. Very good. Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, one, I've got one more bit of Marvel news and this one excites me. We'll bring it on. Uh, so, Thomas Jane... Who played the original Punisher? Punisher, The original Punisher um, loves uh, John Bernthal's version and has approached Marvel to say that he wants to direct a John Bernthal Punisher movie within Marvel Studios. Mm. Yes, please. Oh, mate. They've got so many characters now that they're going to be able to go R rated with. So you've got Deadpool, Blade, uh, Punisher. Moon Knight, some people are saying, could end up that way as well. So we'll see. But I love Thomas J. There's pleasure. I think it was that's a good film. John Travolta is uh, absolutely brilliant, fantastic. In it. I must have seen that seventy times. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I still, even though I feel ashamed because I'm doing this podcast, I've still never seen Punisher Warzone. Have you? Oh, I've seen I've it. Never seen with it. Ray Stevenson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but I've, ne- I've never seen. He's in it, the MCU. But... Is he? Yeah. Old stag. Don't worry, still doesn't know it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's more that's more like comic booky. Um, oh, what's his name? Dom West. Is it that his name? The one who's Tomb Raider man. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He plays Jigsaw in it. It's, yeah. it's really comic booky action, and it's just it's it's fun. But Punisher, oh my god, yeah. Tom Thomas Shane, oh my god, I love it. I'm gonna watch that again. Sorry, carry <laughs> on. I need to watch um, all for it though. Obviously, the rights to Punisher, and I think. Jessica Jones goes back to Marvel in February, which is oh, yeah, yeah. which is where you know like um, Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage is already back with them, which is why we're getting the Daredevil rumors for Spider Man Three. Just another yeah. one to add into the list. But um, yeah, no, bring it back. Um, they they they're, they're going to have to do Punisher, yeah. whether they do it. I don't think they can do Disney Plus series. It's a bit too mm. too uh, violent for probably Disney Plus series. So yeah, maybe no. But they did talk about an investors' day doing a more adult. Um, yeah, that's Star. Yeah, eighteen yeah. plus. 18 18, plus yeah. Yeah. So, is that what well, I'm confused? Was that what Star was? I think that's what Star was. Wasn't no, it? Hulu. I think it was. Yeah, I think it's Hulu. Oh, Hulu's more. No, did we we did this news a while ago. Yeah, I know, because I was I've read about this the other day. This this Star thing they're trying to bring. This is apparently for um, adult content. This is what oh, that right. Star was. Oh. I thought I didn't remember them saying that in the thing. No. I think I think, that was, I think that was more about saying that like yeah. Star Hulu I remember and Hulu's, that were going to combine yeah. so you could have because they, they said they was going to have like warnings didn't they so yeah. to say that like, this is mature I'm Googling I'm going to Google on the break <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it that's it all I've got for Marvel anything, anything else no, I've got nothing on Marvel no, no. okay um, do you want to go should we week? start with some controversy let's get out there we can let's get out Controverse me up. Controverse me up. <laughs> <laughs> if we can get a little uh, music bit on that, controverse me up. Should we start? Just... the sound of a fist. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Perfect. Go on, edit that. Shall we start just with Tom Cruise? Yes, let's yeah. go. Okay. Go. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. Um, so, we've all, we all heard it, didn't yes. we? Yeah. Um, my question in a second is going to be sort of do you agree because there's a lot of controversy a lot of I thought he was going to be in trouble he's not he's actually being from what I'm seeing he's being like praised. shined and praised because yeah. I sort of understand but so for a quick just recap and I used to know but for listeners Thomas uh, Cruise <laughs> Thomas Cruise <laughs> on set of Mission Impossible 
Um, it was reported that uh, a couple of people, whether, whether they wasn't wearing masks, the rumour is that it was two people that were standing too close together without masks at Monitor. So maybe it was like editors or something. So he then lost his shit and started going in on them. Um, so hopefully he's pause and go and watch it or read or listen to it. What do you think about it? Well, I, I think when you put into context, I, I think I agree with him. Maybe they have to go so mad. Fair, yeah. But when you think back, he bought a cruise ship. Or oh, you said this on the podcast. his own yeah. money. No, no studio money. His own money to keep the shoot going, to keep it safe and secure. And then people are breaking the rules. He is a bit... Do you know what I mean? You, you yeah. can't get woken up easy. Yeah. Maybe he didn't have to go so mad. Because <laughs> they'd have to call them motherfuckers. He goes on a bit... Maybe it's his Scientology sort of uh, route coming out of him. But he goes on to a bit of a rant like saying that obviously people are losing their jobs around the world. The industry's suffering, which is true. But like Connor just said, I don't think you need to do exactly what he did. No, just no. a simple... You need your mask. On. Yeah, just yeah. put your mask on. It's what you get when you go down Tesco. Yeah. So put your mask on. Yeah. So it, it's then reported. So that, that I sort of didn't have. A, I'm the same as you. So I sort of thought, oh, maybe a little bit too far. But I completely understand that if that got shut down because of them being silly like that and ruins his film, he's working really hard, spent his own money, like Connor said. I get it, and so I understand. But there's rumours that there was another run that wasn't recorded, <laughs> <laughs> and then following from that five crew members have reportedly left following the second mm. one he's now in miami he's flown to miami to call off is what the story wrote and he's going there for the holidays and he's going to come back in january to start production up again on mission impossible but yeah uh very controversial at the minute but it's i suppose it's very sensitive because obviously all these films are getting pushed back you've got theatres struggling yeah that's why it's it's a big topic at a minute so but yeah he's getting a, he's getting I think, what you, I think what you get from his whole rant is that he fucking loves doing films yeah, yeah. like he, he really loves yeah. doing films you yeah. know what I mean but one of the best things that's come out of this do you remember Christian Bale's rant you, you're talking about the, the, the yeah, yeah I've seen oh, it it's fucking have you brilliant. seen that yeah, yeah. so they've edited go look this up as well they've edited Christian Bale and uh, Thomas Cruise He's a oh, well, kick your ass! They read it together, and it's just like they seem. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's really good. That's out. Although I, even though he lost his shit more, and he sounded a bit of a dickhead, Christian Bale, I understand him more because he was apparently. You know the bit when? Do you remember the? Uh, you both saw of Terminator Salvation. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the bit when he's on the the um, radio and he goes? Um, what does he shout like ev- ev- we're going to lose everything something like that he screams on it it was really really. Um, oh we're all dead that's what he screams uh, we're all dead so that was really like apparently it was supposed to be really quiet and everyone was supposed to be really you know intense so he could do this scene and apparently someone was being a right wanker and going up and down <laughs> and he just absolutely lost his shit so good and he was like because he sounds American obviously because he's been in so many productions American but obviously uh, then one minute he goes, I will kick your ass. <laughs> the full English comes yeah. out. <laughs> oh my God. It is brilliant. It's a very good edit. Go listen to that because that is fantastic. Um, another bit of controversy? Yes, let's do it. Have you got any odds? No. All right, this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when you know controversy is coming yeah. now. So this one, Mr. Shia LaBeouf, he is in big boy trumps. Um, so let me just read to you. So, Get it all out there. Get it so, all out. Come on. We'll talk, we'll, I'll get it out and we'll discuss it. So, FKA, FKA Twigs 
is suing Shia LaBeouf for citing relentless abusive relationship. The lawsuit filed in Los Angeles by the musician accuses the actor of sexual battery, assault and infliction, uh, sorry, assault and affliction of emotional distress. Some of the, uh, some of the, I've lost it. Oh, ah. You're on such a roll. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. Where's it? Oh, here it is. Sorry. So here we go. Uh, so some of the claims in the lawsuit is that Shia slammed her against a car and tried to strangle her, uh, would count kisses she gave him in a day and berate her if it wasn't enough. And Shia also admitted to killing uh, stray dogs to get in the mindset of a killer. I, be- if, I believe that. Yeah. He, he seems like he the He seems type. like the type, yeah. man. He's, He's not right. He's not right. Now, it seems like most of these are true because Shire has actually made a uh, provided a response to this. His response is, I have no excuses. I have been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting the people close to me, close to me and I'm ashamed of that history. I'm sorry to those I hurt. Not I didn't kill dogs. <laughs> Leave the dogs alone. Just, yeah. No need. Everyone gets their back up when they... Uh, when there's animals yeah, yeah. do you know what slightly off topic but the same sort of thing there's a new Netflix documentary called Ripper at the moment which is about the Yorkshire Ripper right mm. just this very very quick little story here. so I won't spoil it if you want to watch it but basically the police had no leads to it at all right and they said the same sort of thing as soon as there was an animal injured which was like a dog at one point was slaughtered yeah. Whether it was him or not, they they sort of put it in the investigation, and suddenly the phone calls like come and the <laughs> information that, and it seems like the same as this. Like the, the the first article with the lawsuit didn't mention about killing a stray dog for this mindset of a killer role, but as soon as the dogs were mentioned, pitchforks and yeah. Yeah. fires exactly, were out. Yeah, they're Love coming it. from. Yeah, but yeah. does he seem like a guy who does it? Yes, absolutely, he does. <laughs> Will he do it again? Yes, yes. he's doing it now. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's not a good time for Shire. No, God, blimey. He had everything at one point. He did, everything. yeah. I think it was Transformers that messed him up, yeah. I think. I know he had some, there was sort of stories around the time, but I think there was something to do with that film, whether it didn't go the way he wanted or what. But ever since that, you just never saw him. And when you did see him, it was because he's in a spot of bother. Yeah. Do you remember when he did that um, live stream of him watching all of his own films in a cinema? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really odd. Yeah. He went yeah. off about... 30 hours. That's where the clapping memes come from. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> How can you be that invested in watching all your own films back I'll, to back? I watched uh, like Around the Table. I think Hollywood Reporter oh, yeah. done it. And he's so intense, the man. He's really weird. Doesn't, yeah. He's you know that so video intense. already. What's that video? He's like, just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. And he's got his weird little ponytail. And, like, and remember the other day when it was like Morgan Freeman on the virtual thing and he was smoking. So he had like about 40 people, top, top actors. Um, it was on, I don't know what it was, it was like a, a fundraising thing, and there was all these top actors, I'm talking Morgan Freeman, I think Christoph Waltz, people like that were on there, mm. and then in his little square, he was in a car going out to music, and he was smoking weed. This is mad. And he was just looking at the camera like... Do you, do you think he's, he's genuinely a bit of a retard, or... It's for show. It's for show. I think he's bit generally of, a... bit of both, yeah, but... I think, I when think his dad abusive to him? That rings a bell. Yeah, that I think his dad was abusive, and like... Beat him in that. I have no, I have no doubt that um, he has got issues, mentally issue, like mental issues. But surely there's got to be like, because some of the stuff just doesn't. This obviously he didn't bring out himself; it was his partner or that twig person. Mm. Or, but there's been times where he's done stuff, and it's like, why would you do that? I feel like it is a bit of a spotlight on me. I'm whether it's a cry for help, I don't yeah. know. But the geezer's not right. 
Well, didn't he actually reason. tattoo himself for the tax collector? Yeah, the um, <laughs> his whole chest tattoo. Yeah. Is it chest or back? One of them. He's got. He's done his whole tattoo because the film required it. But he did it for real. The film definitely didn't require yeah. it. Definitely. I mean, they got, they got a makeup to yeah, they can do that. Does he? Yeah. Have you seen tracks in Guardians? Yeah. He didn't get all them <laughs> inflictions on himself. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Fair enough. Poor old shy. No, actually, not poor old shy. Fuck no, dogs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, poor dogs. Yeah. And the poor old FKA Jesus Twix. Jesus Christ. I'm um, poor dogs more. That's it. That's all I've got for that. So I'll mention this bit because it segues nicely into the MGM James Bond news. I did just get off knackered. Mom. Jesus you Christ, yeah. Breath. He's only gone to the kitchen. It's been like five <laughs> steps. Literally, that's all I've done. Right, so um, the Wall Street Journal has done an article on something we mentioned on the podcast, I would say at least a month ago. It was about the writers of, in that particular time, we were talking about the writers of Star Wars or slash Lucas Films that was getting royalty checks, etc. But then when... Disney bought Lucas Films, the check stopped, and it now has become a big thing. So, the Writers Association of America has picked this up because remember, we spoke about the hashtag Disney Must Pay. Yes, That's yeah. gone even bigger. So, mm-hmm. the Writers Association of America's picked it up, Wall Street Journal's picked it up, and they've now become on a th- sort of threat level, writers beware of now they've got that stamp now, Disney. So, it's quite a relatively serious thing yeah. but yeah long story short as I've just said there there's strong reports that not just um, I can't remember the name it was something Austin I think we were talking about that Star Wars guy basically the guy who wrote the novelisation was it, it of the uh, original Steve Austin <laughs> Stone Cold <laughs> but now it's not just him he was the main one that this was birthed from but now there's loads there's people from 20th Century Fox that it's happened to mm. that literally for 37 years check 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 and then as soon as Disney come in and bought it they all stopped so again we said at the time we don't know the ins and outs of the deals we don't know if Disney are in the wrong it sounds like they probably are here but from what yeah. I've read the article so yeah it's just a it's not a first of all uh, Wall Street Journal keep up with us I mean <laughs> if you need anything from us we'll give you some tips we'll come out there let you know what's what but um, other than that yeah that, that doesn't spell well I mean the only thinking might be like the Star Wars guy if we pay one we have to pay all yeah, yeah. so the much we stand in firm we pay none because if we pay one it's going to cost us billions I mean it's, it shouldn't be a bad all they have to do is go oh yeah it's a merger we're still sort of <laughs> get, yeah. get into grasp with I them. mean it's been a while yeah the Lucasfilm one's been <laughs> the 20th Century Fox you may have a, a yeah. point with that yeah. but not Lucasfilm um, but yeah so that's all I've got to say on that and I mean at the end of the day who's they're not going to not come work for Disney exactly, in the future yeah. this, is what, this is what I ask yeah I mean even with that writers beware don't give a shit I'm coming <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when do you want me I'd go tomorrow <laughs> I want to do a new Spider-Man, no worries, mate. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll move on now to what is quite big news, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, so, Wall Street Journal, again, have reported that MGM Studios are looking to sell, which will include everything in terms of franchise and rights, which would be most, obviously, James Bond. The market value they've put at the minute is $5.5 billion. So, I, I think Lucasfilm was, in context, was four, four wasn't it? Yeah, yeah right, so, yeah. even more expensive than that. Um Obviously, do you remember they tried to sell No Time to Die to Netflix for like 200 mil? So something's obviously not right. They've obviously made a business decision to say, look, this is what I think anyway. So I think they've made a business decision to go, right, the streaming's definitely going to be the way forward. We haven't got a platform. So let's just cash in on people that want to bolster, like Disney, like HBO, all these people that want to bolster their 
um, streaming service with all because they've got Rocky as well. They've got RoboCop, yeah. um, Candyman, a few other things. Hands made. To I tell. don't really understand how that deal is because, like, you you will probably remember, um, MGM was in some way part of Disney originally because Hollywood Studios, MGM Studios used to be called yeah. MGM and it used to have the MGM logo or whatever mm. when you'd go to it and the properties in there were um, like uh, what's it called um, Twilight Tower Terror the Tower Terror oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that is an MGM property I don't think it is anymore mm. because some parks are now changing over to a Guardians of the Galaxy ride anyway mm. but yeah. that was an original um, property I believe that the um, what's it called uh the Aerosmith, the Rock and Roll, no, what's it called? Rock and Roll. Rock Coast, yeah. Yeah. Aerosmith is an MGM owned uh, band mm. oh. and stuff like that. So yeah. some of the stuff is still there. Yeah, so what happened there? That'd be quite so, I need to find out. Yeah, so it? I don't know. Yeah. At, at one point, MGM must have been, had some sort of yeah. uh, affiliation. Yeah, some yeah. sort of deal with Disney. But I mean, who's? I don't know who's going to buy it. Who's really left? Yeah. Other than Disney, you've only got studios like Sony, which basically which is what I don't get as well because mm. James Bond is Sony yeah but MGM must be like a distributor from or something I don't know how it actually works but you haven't got many you've got Paramount still mm. uh, Disney within that you've got obviously Lucasfilm Marvel Studios and Disney mm. themselves and then you've got MGM Sony Pictures Warner Brothers there's not many it's, about it's quite, it's quite a lot as well isn't it imagine trying to shell out 5.5 billion in times like this only Disney really and the, even that even they obviously they're saying yeah. in that rest they're making a load of money through other stuff and obviously the upcoming uh, slate mm. is going to make a load of money but you said didn't you kind of about the theme parks not doing well and no, laying yeah, off yeah. staff and that so even are they mm. gonna, who's going to want to splash out that money no. with the uncertainty it is it's a bit of a risk but it could put, I mean what, what is it 25 films is there 25 so you have them straight away you can do any spin-offs of James Bond um, like what's that what's the what's the um American James Bond geezer Felix or something. Oh, Felix, like, was yeah, there yeah. always going to be something to do with that? I yeah, mean, there's going to be Halle Berry's Jeep. Yeah. So you've, I suppose mm. if you want to take a risk and go, you know what? If you want to try and keep up with Disney Plus and Netflix, I don't know whoever else is out there. This is probably the next because obviously Lucasfilm's been swallowed up, Marvel's been swallowed yeah. up, HBO Max clearly have DC under wraps. Yeah. So this is probably the next best thing to try and pull in some content. That's the word I'm looking for. Whether that's enough, I know because obviously some of the films are quite old. I don't know, and if you've got any, what's the scope for spin-offs? I don't really know. You obviously know better well, than me. Well, other than other than James Bond, when's the what's the last film you've seen where you have the the lion that roars? The MGM, the roar. I can't remember a film it, I've watched. You with don't the see it anymore. No. You, you, obviously, James Bond, you see it. But you don't see it. I can't remember any other film that's actually got that in front of it now. But they're they're fil- got their film series out. Yeah, so they've got James Bond, The Pink Panther. <laughs> um, quickly down <laughs> surprisingly the Rocky films are yes yeah, I was saying sorry Poltergeist uh, Legally Blonde <laughs> which is another Legally Blonde yeah, is coming out isn't it Legally yeah there is yeah I've got aren't they worth 5.5 no. billion I think it's a, well it's mainly that it's I mean, you can't do much with Rocky I mean does that would that mean they get Creed I don't I imagine Creed yeah. would be under that as but well, yeah. I suppose Rocky yes is quite good and you, you them films I mean I watch Rocky all the time but if you add them to show on your streaming service as well as all the classic Bond films, as any spin-offs you can do. The thing is that, the thing is now with the majority of the Bond films, they're just on free-to-air TV because yeah. they're so old now. Like we, especially True. in the UK, you can't go through a year without them doing. All right, let's do all twenty yeah. of the old ones on on uh, ITV or whatever now. So even Rocky, to be fair, there's always Sky yeah. Sky movies Rocky every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> other, well, other than James Bond, like I said, when, when oh, no. not again. <laughs> um, other than James Bond, though, when do you see? 
you don't see the classic lion roar MGM no, anymore. You just don't see it. So what are they actually? I don't know what they're actually. Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, with with all this COVID stuff and no time to die being pushed back as far as it has been, mm. um, no wonder they're in trouble because James Bond hasn't been released. So yeah. they should have had that money in. I think it was April or May this year. So they should have had all that. That's definitely a billion dollar film. 100 percent. Oh, so yeah, 100%. whether it's shit or not, it's it's a billion dollar film. So. Yeah, go on. That bring, no, sorry, that when I was, that was more of a when you wrecks. That actually, what you just said brings me nicely onto something else. So go carry on. Segway, go on. Yeah. So what you just said there about a billion dollar film. I'm not saying June is. So don't jump down my throat. Just drink your beer. You carry on, Con. Let, me, me, let, me, <laughs> let me speak. But June would have been a blockbuster, no yes. doubt. No, no, definitely. Purely on the cast and the way it was filmed and, and the anticipation. Cult yeah, cult following exactly. Yeah. So. I don't think it would have made as much as if you would have put No Time to Die and June out there at the same time No Time to Die would have won in money I would have fought yeah. but anyway it would have made a lot and do you remember I think we said it on the podcast or we might I think you might have um, posted it on our page on Insta but basically do you remember the director come out and said bloody <laughs> this is me interpreting now bloody <laughs> bloody I don't actually know, know he's, uh, well, he's, he's English for now um, so <laughs> bloody <laughs> Warner Brothers <laughs> Very Bloody Warner Brothers have ruined my franchise possibility with the HBO Max plans. That was what he said. So he basically, and he's got a point. So if you put that on HBO Max, which was the plan, which is the plan at the minute, then very, very highly likely you're not going to get a sequel to that because it's not going to make as much money. Yeah. The cast ain't going to come back and you're done. Now Warner Brothers are considering on that movie alone to theatrical release to save yeah, yeah. Yeah. To preserve, but this, the this is the whole thing about apparently Warner Brothers not consulting any of these directors, producers, yeah. and whatever, and just making the announcement about actually telling it. Looks like they're doing it yeah. retrospectively now. They're going right. <laughs> What's your issue? Go, June. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. It yeah. Is. And, and then, then if fair they're point. Up enough us. Theatrical release. What about you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's, but it's the same that's going on with um, Godzilla and Kong as well. There was another story about that. About obviously they're not happy that this is now going to there. And they oh, the legendary, yeah, yeah, legendary yeah, pictures. Yeah. pictures. They shouldn't be happy that going to no, there. especially a film but, like that. Like we said before, with the world out is at the moment, um, is is that the way you've, it's got to go now? Yeah, like I completely contradict. I completely go against what um, Christopher Nolan's coming out and saying that it makes no economic uh, sense. In my opinion, it makes the complete economic sense, especially with how bad we're going again now in like yeah. UK and that. You need to make it possible to be at home and watch movies. You have to. Yeah. Just, uh, so, obviously, we've said it, to, done it to death, but sorry to the theatres. We'll try and help you out when we can. Yeah. But for now, we need to. movies well, we, we, need to come. Well, we haven't been able to see Wonder Woman now. No. The UK yeah. is, is shut down. Cinemas are shut down again. So we can't go see Wonder Woman. Um, reviews are actually apparently quite good. Mm, no. um, people are liking it. Um, obviously, we get on the 13th, I think, or the 12th, by, by way of pay-per-view. Yeah, for so, people, so basically, yeah, so for the American listeners, we can just purchase a one-off. It's not a, it's a subscription service; it's just a one-off um, payment for the film. But and you give blood and that, and it's just yeah, <laughs> do a satanic <laughs> ritual, and then you get it. Um, but yeah, no, uh, so reviews of that were good, but that's screwed us again because we're in now tier four and tier three and whatever. Yeah, so we're not doing a podcast get. or anything, so I suppose we don't need to. No, exactly. to see, the see film. films. <laughs> just make up content. No problem. <laughs> Um, yeah, so actually, nice segue. Are you finished with your bits? Uh, I've got more, but that segue. Go on, DC, go, go I'm on. just going to go to DC. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Like a segue um, company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. That segues me in a minute as well. Fantastic. Oh. Go. <laughs> so, just a quick I've only got two uh, 
two little bits of information. So apparently a new version of Batman v Superman will release before uh, the new Justice League. What? I didn't know this. No, I didn't either. But it's news. What do you mean, like a cut of it? Um, that's literally all, all over it. Oh, right, okay. So we'll consult the paper. Yeah. <laughs> right. It literally says new version BBS. Okay. Uh, but the, the full article was new version of Batman v Superman before uh, Snyder Cut Justice League. Um, I imagine it's just going to be the direct cut. You know the bit where they added bits in? You've seen the extended cut. It's better. Cuts. It's a lot yeah. better. So I yeah. think it's just going to be that on HBO Max or whatever. Yeah. It's all I'm not, just for you, by the way, if you ever get a chance to watch the director's cut of Batman, Batman v Superman, I'm saying this as a impartial here because I obviously love DC. Fair enough. But that was a. I said fair enough. No one questioned it. I thought it was. A, <laughs> I thought it was an okay borderline fuck up. But with the extenders cut, I've never seen a cut make or like additional content. A lot obviously DVDs, you get additional bonus content and stuff. I've never yeah. seen a movie become a good movie purely on an extended cut. It was. I think you 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 even said and you yeah, was, it, you really didn't lot, like it. it, it it made sense, didn't it? It just made. I, just, I thought the original. I remember seeing it and just thinking it was quite boring for what a film should have been. And um, I'm not saying you then loved it. I'm saying no, 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 you, it definitely, you could see you're it. Right. It definitely yeah. made a difference, especially even uh, even the starting bit when he um, he's flying through the desert. Yes, yeah. and, and it's more action of him actually doing some stuff uh, before he just turns the actual up. drones. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There is some good bits in it, and um, it did make a bit more sense. And it was it, de- it is actually a better film, but it's still not great. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll show me a picture. Just my opinion. Um, just, can I just interrupt quickly? Oh, can, yeah. DC news. What's your mum said? <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it was a text from Domino's. It was. Um, no, but um, I did actually just get a comment, right? Uh, we were talking about the Giancarlo Esposito hmm. uh, post earlier. Are they someone, listening? Well, I don't know. Because someone called Erm Kessa has just wrote on this post, you racist arsehole, this is bullshit. Racist? Racist? Yeah. <laughs> Um, just for any listeners, I have not in the slightest bit been racist. In this. Please check out the post at Real World Talk on Instagram. Uh, um, the post was we're all for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I'm just, just and, for anyone listening, doubt me. I'm just going to read he... you what I actually wrote. Wow. So there was a picture just of him as Moff Gideon and Doctor Doom saying Giancarlo Esposito, favourite to play Doctor Doom. Bookmakers in Vegas has has Giancarlo as favourite. I would love to see this. What do you think? And I've just been... Quite, How racist is that? Just, so really, racist. It's really um, racist. But yeah, so, um, Kessa, you racist. Actually, I'm going to reply to you right now. Yeah. Um, on on, on, on air reply. The live reply. What's racist, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Put a beat there, Colin. I'm just going to put one. Oh, yeah. I'm leaving it in. I'm just going to say, what's racist? And leave it. I'll, I'll update you later on. Fair um, so yeah, anyway, back to that. Uh, Justice League uh, is now likely to be R-rated. Yeah, strange. Because Batman will say fuck (laughs) at one point. Really odd. Why? Why on earth? He's backtracked a little bit and I've seen more more reports saying that he's saying it's a darker tone than what we got in theatrical. I think he's... Oh, so swearing, mate. I think he's realised that making it R-rated because of a fuck bomb sounds stupid. So he's now trying to give more clout and, and sort of light to it. But... I think that's weird. Yeah, I, I just think it's weird. I thought films got like one swear. Yeah, bit. I thought that. I, as well. they, I thought they. Were, I thought they were allowed that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But Get your quota, didn't you? Of saying like it. on yeah. a TV show, I think you're allowed one f bomb. Yeah. per series. Yeah, or something. Use it wisely. Some Marvel films swear. Yeah, say shit or something like that. Yeah, well, Iron yeah. Man says it. Yeah, no, Captain America says it. So, yeah. and then no, Iron Man says it, and Captain America says. 
Someone says yeah. it. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, shit. <laughs> but they do. Uh, Language. That's the one. Um, so, uh, yeah, they all. Captain America does actually say it in Age of Ultron. Yes, he Nick does. Yeah. Oh, you kiss your yeah, mother with that mouth? Yeah. Anyway, we'll move <laughs> son on. Of yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, so it's a bit weird, but we have got a release date for it as well March, apparently. Yeah. Um, no actual date yet, but March. I think it's coming. Apparently, we're getting it. Could be this week, but it is March twenty one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, we we still have no idea how we're going to see it. No. But we were. We'll whether, find a way. Watch party. We'll be in two. Yeah, yeah, I'm not paying separately. No, no. I'm no not no, paying forty five no. quid between us. <laughs> I'm not paying thirteen quid. <laughs> I'm not paying thirteen quid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. Go cool. on. Um, that was it, really. That's all I've got for this. Okay. Quite, quite a slow week. This is a very sort of slight because we spoke about on the on the podcast before as well but just on the subject of DC mm-hmm. slash Warner Brothers JJ uh, Abrams Abrams sorry sorry JJ Abrams is reportedly looking for screenwriters current like right now to make a new Superman film hmm. when we've said we wanted to see a Man of Steel a sequel I don't yeah. know it didn't say any more in the report other than he's looking for screenwriters yeah so it doesn't say whether it's a Man of Steel I, I, would, I would love a good Superman film. I, I genuinely think it is, it's impossible to make a good Superman film. I thought Man of Steel was good. No, 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 I mean, no, no, no I love oh, Man of Steel. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But like Correct. to make, super, because he's Superman, he hasn't had much weakness. If you make yeah. it like, do you know what I mean? If you make, um, like Superman Returns, mm-hmm. if you bring uh, Lex Luthor in to this Man of Steel sort of thing, I know he is in yeah. it with Jesse Eisenberg, but, I think this day and age of Superman up against someone like Alex Luthor in this day, I don't, I don't, mm, yeah. I think it'd be quite hard there to is, do. The thing, I won't, this, this, I'm not going to make this a, a DC thing, but there is very, very good villains to Superman. Yeah, yeah. Course, but yeah. other than Zod, you can keep that at the, at the end thing and doesn't have to be weak things. Metallo, for example, yeah. um, brilliant. Bizarro. Bizarro, fantastic. But then again, that's what I'm saying. Then it falls into sort of the Marvel trap. Where you you do carbon copy villain, yeah, hero yeah. versus villain who are the same. Yeah, yeah. I get, yeah, I get. It. Has he replied? Has the bloke person replied? Yes. Love, love response. Oh, I. What? I think he. This this just makes him sound racist, no? So I said, "What's racist about this?" And he said, "What is the effort to choose a black actor for the white character?" Oh, so he's being oh, racist. He's racist. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Makes sense. Right, we're shutting the pod. <laughs> I'm just going to reply, so basically you're racist. <laughs> well, yeah, why would you say that's racist when you've got an issue with a black slash... I assume he's Esposito. He's got yeah, like some yeah. Hispanic, yeah, isn't he? Mexican. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're racist. That's weird. He, that's comment, he, comments, he commented, this is the conversation, you racist asshole, this is bullshit. I said, what's racist? Dr. Doom wears metal on his face. No one cares. Exactly, this is the thing. It doesn't make sense. No one cares. Hmm. Oh, God's um, how, how weird if that enters your mind how yeah. weird in some things that you can understand like the whilst Craig's having a right hole go at him I was I'm looking where he's from oh I've got his you're on the map <laughs> like, I understand some things like when they say like um, I can he's understand Turkish. he's Turkish he's Turkish like when people have questioned the fact that James Bond shouldn't become a woman I don't really care but I understand what that you're saying yes, that I agree with yes that's, that, that <laughs> too I do, far that I agree with it's an iconic character blah 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 something like that if you've got an issue with a black or Hispanic um, actor, especially with a villain who is covered, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then right. you've got an issue. Well, they anyway, had sorry. That, just quickly back to uh, Josh Trank's shitty Fantastic yeah. Four film. Who had an issue with 
Michael, uh, B. Michael B. Jordan being black, obviously, and then the dad also being black. But then it was an odd choice just purely because... Brother and sister. The sister, Kate Marle, was white. Oh, yeah. I, they made I had an issue with it, but not... not I love Michael if Jordan. They should have made all three black yeah. Yeah. or all three white. It was really odd. It's like, no, she's an adopted sister. That's really far away from what every, the actual comics were. Every yeah. time she come on screen, I just went, why are you... Why are you not really black, odd. basically? Yeah. Did you really have to? And was like, you know, stepdad, and it was. Yeah. Why make that story? If you took a character from the comics and changed their race, <laughs> not really a big deal. But then you changed, actually changed her backstory. Yeah. If she was like an orphan and a step, a stepdaughter to <sighs> her actual dad and brother, who she really should be. You know what? Let's go Turkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really odd. Um, yeah, anyway, sorry. No, no that, that's all I've got. So, yeah, I, I sort of... I do I do know what you mean. Man of Steel, for me, is a 9 out of 10 film. No, it's I think good, it's really absolutely good, yeah. brilliant. But I do know what you mean. If you're trying to maybe do a trilogy, you might struggle in terms of villain and story. I get... I do, I do understand that. I Fair think it's a difficult character because he doesn't really work in a um, sort of Justice League, Avengers-type setting because mm. when you've got him, like at the when original he, version of Justice League, you don't need anyone else. No, you know, yeah. when he comes back... There's no need for the rest of them. He actually says, is this guy still bothering you and then beats him up? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> whereas they need to, like, without him, like the the rest of the Justice League film, they do struggle when they, they have to actually work. So when he comes, they're just like, oh, oh Aaron Oyen as well in that bit. when he hears the people in trouble, so he has to go so that they can carry on fighting Steppenwolf. So he comes, oh, yeah, bangs yeah. him, hears there's trouble and has to go off again so they can carry on the fight scene. Yeah. That is really poor and yeah. lazy. Sorry. <laughs> when, uh, when JJ went to the studio, and they said, how are you going to find him? Did he say, I will find him? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good bit. Fantastic. That is a very good. What's his name? Michael? Shannon. Michael Shannon. <laughs> he was fantastic. Anyway, really but um, that's all I've got for it. Yeah. So okay. we'll, we'll, as soon as we'll jump on that and I have got get it posted. A, but I think really interesting fact yeah. to lead on. Are we going on to Mando in a minute? Yeah. Uh, I've got like three or four things to quickly run through. So go, just this, go with this. This goes from Wonder... Basically, there was a there was a Wonder Woman uh, TV show pilot that was never aired, and I watched. You know, Mr. Sunday movies, you know, yeah, the Australian yeah. guys on YouTube. They did a video about it last night, so it was never it was never aired. It, like people saw the pilot and went, "Where are you going with this?" Cool. this. No, it's, it's just a cool little thing about. It. So, um, it was Adrian Pilecki was Wonder Woman, yeah, who you all know from Agent of the Shield. She was Mockingbird or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and the pilot shown, and the pilot as it is, where you can find it online still. Um, they still has like the graphics are not fully into it. People, something they're still on wires and stuff like this, but it, the show's there. Um, and it's funny as you go through it. She, at start, she's wearing like a little corset. She has huge tits, by the way. This actress, <laughs> so it looks, it looks like a porn parody. Basically, is what people said. <laughs> but no, it really does. Generally, it does. Um, and uh, and she's wearing like the corset, like the one Woman corset, and that. And then, but at the start of it. The start of the uh, pilot, she's wearing like long blue trousers, like skin tight right. blue trousers, right? To go, which is not Wonder Woman's look. It's either a little skirt or little pants. Yeah. And it's so clear when you look through it, or you watch through it, that the people doing it and the people watching the pilot went, this is not going to work. We need us to look more like Wonder Woman. And the final scene of the pilot, she turns up in little hot pants. What is going <laughs> on? Oh. With this corset. And it looks really odd. It looks like a porn pally. But... That wasn't the fact I was going to say. The fun fact is, so Pedro Pascal, who's Mando. Pedro. 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 <laughs> Pedro. Shut up, you Abraham. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, Pedro Pascal, who's now in Wonder Woman 84, he was actually the one of the main male leads in that pilot. Wow. And he's actually oh. in the pilot, so it's really odd that he's come back. That is an odd And now he's in the Wonder Woman. Anyway, so carry on. Sorry. I'll have to show you this video. It's, it's, oh, it's I've so got to need to see this. Um, 
Okay. So she has the lasso of truth, doesn't yeah. she? Which she just uses in this, like literally just like a whip. Like in Yellow right? Jones. Yeah, pretty much. And there's a bit where she has to get the truth out of someone. And she puts her lasso down and just strangles him <laughs> ask, and asks for the uh, ask the question. Is that the whole point of yeah, your lasso? It's really, for God's sake. It's really odd. You need to see his video. Oh. He's so joked. Anyway, so carry on. Uh, right, I'll quickly run through this because then we can have a little break yeah. and come back from Mando. Right, so just a little, little fun question. So, happy birthday to big Samuel Jackson. Happy okay. birthday, Sam. It was, I think it was, might have been Monday or this week anyway. So, can you tell me... Stop looking, Greg. Can you tell me... <laughs> he's the highest grossing actor box office of all time. Yeah. You have two guesses each to get close as you can. Go. Well, the man he's made. Wait, wait. wait. Oh, he, money. He, he's oh, the sorry. highest grossing. His films have grossed the most out of any... Probably because he's done 4,672 yeah. movies. <laughs> but, he's... Can you get close to his gross? Oh, not even... Mm. I'll just give you the wait, closest. Wait, wait, wait. Is this how much he's earned or how much the films No, 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 no. How much, how the, much films the films have grossed? Fuck me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for... I'm going to go higher. I don't know if it's higher though. Go higher. It's, no, it's very it's higher. 18 billion? A bit too, too high. high. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in mostly Marvel films. Well, that's so. what I mean. Yeah, so no, there's yeah, a couple yeah. of bill there. I'm going to go for about 6 billion. I'll six go, and a half billion. I'll come down and i go nine. Bill. Oh, you were really close. Five point seven five three billion. That's ridiculous, isn't it? That is a lot. But he, I mean, he's been in everything. So yeah, well, even Star Wars. I exactly, mean, he made yeah, loads yeah. of Star Tom Wars. All up. So, um, but anyway, that's, that's a mad fact. That's ridiculous. That's for that. Um, then I uh, just thought we'd quickly mention this. Not much to say, but uh, people liked it on the Instagram. Ready Player Two. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we said this on the again. We're ahead of the curve here at Real World Talk. I think what you got to do is you got to throw so much shit out <laughs> that some of it some will stick. stick yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I said it. I did say it. <laughs> so we said a while ago that um, the obviously the book, the novel, Ready Player Two, uh, I think it released in November. And I think we said on our episode back in November that we will probably before the end of the year, we will get confirmation or very strong reports that Ready Player Two is in development. We've got it. So... Yeah. Um, Ernest Klein and Steven Spielberg I didn't know obviously I know Spielberg directed Ready Player One but they are like that <laughs> they are well close so um, uh, they've, they've basically done uh, interviews and stuff recently and Ernest Klein himself has confirmed that it's at early stages of production Ready Player Two which I think everyone here has got to say fantastic Very yeah good. no yeah, yeah. Um, although I posted it and a lot of people are saying the reviews for the actual sequel book as yeah, well as their thoughts is actually not very good. That's a bit. But yeah. then other people are commenting saying the first film, which everyone loved really, um, is actually quite different from the book. Oh, really? Anyway, so it's making a difference Look, really. Yeah. If, if, if Halliday is putting more eggs out there for Percival whatever <laughs> to find and we get to be immersed in that world again, I don't care. I'll tell you what, actually, <laughs> him, Ben Mendelsohn, yeah. who plays him, is a. Uh, he's like, he's another one like, like Carlo. Jinkai. It's the same in everything. He's yeah. like his villain. He was in Rogue Even One. Even in he... Captain Marvel, before yeah. the twist, yeah. he is the villain. Yeah. So Rogue One, he was good as yeah. a figure. Um, with one of the most corniest lines in Star um, Wars, though. Taron Egerton, Robin Hood. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, he's, sort, he's sort of that character Played as well. King John, but, whatever it was called. So yeah. Um, yeah, no, good. All good, all happy with that. Cool. Um, then I'll just quickly, this really, because this is about Marvel TV, these last two points, then we'll break. So We had a Marvel section. I know, I know. <laughs> this was at the end. This is Marvel TV. God, yeah, Marvel, Marvel TV. Fair enough. So um, it, it, we spoke about it recently as well. 
there's some sort of development and projects that Marvel Studios are working on were not actually sort of released in the Disney Day investors, probably because there was fuckload of info to actually put into it. Into it? Into it. Into it. Into it. <laughs> um, so there's reports, um, not reports, it's actually confirmation that Nova is in development. These, by the way, I'm about to give you about three or three um, projects. No, it's not actually said in the article or confirmation whether they're feature films or TV series. But you've got Nova in development, which uh, which apparently is the front runner. Um, and then you've got a Ghost Rider. Um, what was his name in Agents of Shield that he retweeted you once and commented uh, on your yeah. film? Uh, Gabriel Darcy, Luna. Gabriel Luna. Um, he was fantastic in that. So if you good. replicate anything like that, thank, thank you. Secret Warriors. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Secret Warriors. Um, no, yeah. don't really know much, but so and there was a few others, but those were the three that was stuck out. One of out. them as well was called Squirrel Girl. Please, God, don't play. Squirrel Girl. As well, <laughs> that, by the way, Con, that's exact. Her powers are exactly what you think. She actually has a deep squirrel child. Really. There's also a Disney Plus program coming out with a girl as a best mate with a squirrel. Probably a squirrel girl. Okay, we'll, we'll come back to you on it. She does actually call on upon an army of squirrels. Yeah. But but yeah, just back on that, I think Nova would be fantastic. With I'm sure we've said it before, and I think the Marvel fan base really wants Nova brought in. But anyway, yeah. we'll move That's on. Like, that is that is a character I don't actually know much about. I've seen him in some animated shows and yeah. that, and he looks he looks cool. He looks like a Captain Marvel sort of character. Yeah. Like just. A, but if they, if they got his armour right, I mean, we've, we've seen Nova Prime and, and the Nova exactly, Core yeah. and stuff. If Just bring him in. Come on. Not anymore, they're all dead. <laughs> True, yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> Cheers, Thanos. Right, um, so uh, lastly, it's just that Hellstrom is cancelled. Um, no, that so- got a lot of likes. Did that, it? That got, um, let me actually look. Karen, Karen so I'll count speaking. So uh, for anyone that doesn't know, the Marvel TV and um, the Marvel MCU are completely sub-entities. They're completely different entities. They're not... So you've got Jeff Loeb, who was the TV guy for Marvel. Everything Marvel. Mm. Literally everything. Even the animation stuff. So on the Ultimate Spider-Man, which I'm watching at the minute on Disney+, Plus, um, <laughs> even his name comes up on that. But he, that was his last live, it's quite sad, but that was his last live action um, before it all goes, it's going to become one conglomerate under Marvel Studios. It's on Hulu as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. But yeah, he's done now. Jeff Loeb is done. So it's quite sad, but that his last sort of hurrah on Hellstrom was cancelled already but it was it was expected let's face it a bit like DC I with mean, Swamp I, I would claim that I've watched about 95% of Marvel stuff I forgot this existed <laughs> and forgot it was even coming maybe out that's, maybe that's what but, happened yeah. do you know what 3,000 just over 3,000 likes on that one which I didn't expect because yeah. no one's watched it do you know what the majority of comments were what? didn't know this was a thing <laughs> oh. literally didn't know it was a thing because when did you ever see any I had to search really hard to find that logo, yeah. the Hellstrom logo for it, because it just didn't exist anywhere. Like, yeah. There's no marketing, there's no nothing. I don't remember it coming out. I don't really care about it. I don't right. think anyone did. The, the bad thing is, if you can't pitch, I mean, I love anything sci-fi, witchy, supernatural. Love it. If you can't give me a Marvel supernatural thing that I will actively go and find, you've done something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> because really, I've got issues really with thing. stuff like that. So... I, I think other than that, the, I mean, I even watched all of Inhumans, yeah. and that was fucking dreadful. Like really, that really was more bad. for fun. No, I watched it just to rip it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was it more. Was literally that. Yeah. I watched it just to rip the shit out of it. But there was the, other Troll than that. in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that uh, absolutely top draw con. Other, other than Runaways, I think I watched one series of that. I thought mm. that was. I stopped after one season. I thought it was a bit crap. As soon as they brought in the little dinosaur, which is weird. But, um, what was the mutant one as well? I got two seasons in, 
It was like a mutant one, wasn't it? What? Maybe it's more serious oh, than yeah. I even know about. <laughs> no, you do know this one. If that's what that's how unforget that's how forgettable they are. You, me and you have spoke about this show, and I can't even remember the name of it. It was a Hulu one, and it was about actual mutants where the the government was coming to get them, and they were like, I legit have no oh idea. Oh my what you're god! About. <laughs> when we pause in a second, I'm fine. You okay. know it. You yeah. do know it. So yeah. other than that, I mean, I watched Cloak and Dagger as well, which is on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. One series didn't didn't bother yeah. the second one. The girl was fit though. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, still follow her on Instagram, Natalie, Natalie Lind. Her name is follow, follow up, follow up. Um, yeah, so that got a lot of likes, and it was majority of people just saying, "I have no idea this even come out or knew what this was," mm-hmm. which goes to show that the Disney Marvel did not give a shit about yeah. the show being done. One hundred percent. Jess, like, just get it done. I want to retire. For God's sake. <laughs> but well, we're on one hour, one hour and eight now, so we have a little break. We're ready for Mando, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right, so just a little bit of Star Wars news before we do the Mando finale. Um, a quick thing up top. RIP Jeremy Bullock, yep. who played the original uh, Boba Fett. Um, obviously, he was recast and his voice done over, so he didn't really end up doing much. But, um, do you reckon he got to, did he get to see? Do we know if he got to see Boba Fett? That'd have been quite cool, wouldn't it? In well, the Mandalorian? He, yeah, he must have. He must have. But the, the bad thing, what people fans always say about in the original trilogy... I've knocked the mic again. <laughs> in the original trilogy, they um, then replaced his lines with that Tamura Morrison's oh. line, so he sounded the same. Mm. But he was still the main Boba Fett. He was still the OG of the Star Wars uh, universe, so uh, I beat him. So that's him and David Prowse now mm. this year. So there's not many left. You know, like, obviously, Carrie Fisher's gone, Peter Mayhew yeah. did Chewbacca, Kenny Baker, yeah. R2-D2. You've got Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill left. And Mark Hamill... What a year for him. We'll mm. get on to that. Um, uh, a little bit of news about the Disney Plus series Acolyte, which is going to be set um, well before, 200 years before Phantom Menace, when it's the rise of the Sith and everything like that. Um, Rumours are swirling that Darth Plagueis will be making a appearance. Do you mm. know? You know if you're I right. do not. So Darth, just quick briefing. Darth Plagueis is um, the Emperor Palpatine's master. He was his master. Oh, okay. And who taught him the ways of the dark side and how you could sort of uh, live forever sort of thing and transfer your consciousness to Herrera and heal people and stuff like that, mm. which is what Palpatine did. Bullshit and- reason <laughs> to get Darth Vader on side. Basically, yeah, to get to get Anakin on so you can save Padme and all oh, that. Man, <laughs> so, um, yeah, and and I guess the reason why he's still alive uh, when it gets to Rise of Skywalker and uh, stuff like that. So really cool to see that. Um, a lot of fans like him. He's in a lot of books and and the comics and mentioned quite a lot so well bear in mind what we spoke <clears> about it was like what I think it was like 50 years or something between where the High Republic end and Phantom Menace or something or, no, or, two, it's 200 I'm oh, sorry what did I read? or something I read anyway but for the timeline it makes sense yeah. from what I've read that you can't gloss over that no exactly yeah. um, and uh, we might as well actually one thing I'm going to say this now because I love my Hasbro yeah. <laughs> there we go Hasbro. There's the so there's they've the, uh, yeah it is um, so they've already released that you can get the uh, by the Mandalorian helmet um, in April coming up which would be really cool yeah it's on pre-order um, <laughs> but a new thing that was released just after finale, after the finale was they're releasing the Darksaber oh so wow okay that, yeah and it looks phenomenal however the price is also phenomenal really high. <laughs> <laughs> high. so as usual as as English people we get screwed with the uh, prices because in America it's $250 uh, in We're two hundred fifty quid. It's two hundred fifty pounds. Disgusting. Yeah. So, um, but that's coming out in August. And am I going to buy it? Yes, probably. <laughs> you are probably. Just it's got a, 
I've got to look out for uh, that on eBay. He's coming at lifetime. That's the OG. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, I have Anakin's Hasbro one. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, yeah, so let's go into Mando finale. Um, oh, oh, just quickly, by the way, uh, we just want to talk about, well, not talk about, just confirm Bubba Fett. Well, that's the end credits thing. So. Oh, yeah, sorry. Well, I might as well say it now. Oh, shit, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, completely forgot. <laughs> so, one, uh, so Brad's rudely ruined the ending, but as I was going to say... Spoilers! I was going to say there is spoilers for this bit, but anyway, yeah, so we'll just talk about it now then. <laughs> but, uh, one of the Disney Plus Star Wars series that wasn't mentioned at Investor's Day was because they were saving it for the finale, which was called The Book of Boba Fett. So, uh, there's an after credit scene of Mandalorian where Boba goes back to Jabba's palace on Tatooine, uh, kills Bib Fortuna. It's the translator, isn't it? Yeah, the translator, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the translator. Yeah. Kills uh, basically Jabba's old right-hand man who's got very fat, very, very fat. Um, <laughs> I remember from the originals, the uh, translator scared me because he, he had <laughs> this creepy. really fucking fat yeah. towel neck thing. <laughs> and, oh, it was yeah. so scary. And so oh. he's got back, uh, Boba taking no pris- prisoners, kills him, takes the throne as basically crime lord of uh, Tatooine. Will make quite an interesting... Yeah. Uh, series um, i do apologize the reason i actually did say that you've just explained it perfectly but the reason i actually was going to mention it is because that now means mando season three looks like it's not going to be till 2022 yeah, so there was a there was yeah. a bit of a confusion because obviously each episode of the mandalorian is called chapter whatever and then the title um so the book of both there was actually a few comments on the post i made there was the book of both people were saying that is mandalorian season three it's now just called the book of both because it's a separate book mm. but Old John Favreau was on Good Morning America the other day and he confirmed that Book of Boba Fett will release Christmas 2021. And it's just a um, spin-off, isn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah. spin-off. And Mandalorian, after they finish that production of Mandalorian Season 3, will go in, will start happening and that will be released 2022. So this isn't Mandalorian Season 3, it's just another one. Um, and what's there. good is, yeah. is it right that Dave Filoni's actually writing the Boba Fett script, yes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. as well as Ahsoka, he's doing the Fantastic. Ahsoka one as well. So. Um, yeah, so well, there, there was one spoiler at the end anyway. But um, so if you haven't seen it, um, stay around for the end of the credits because there is a little scene at the end, and uh, Fennec will be with him, who's played by Ming Na Wen, I think, yeah. uh, Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So before we get into it, Mando finale. Go with Connor first. I know you've got some thoughts. Connor, what's your, what's your thoughts on it? It, I, it was such a satisfying ending to the series. I was so pleased. I watched it and I thought, perfect, fine. Love the ending. Finally, we just done a non-spoiler correctly <laughs> yeah. uh, for the first time in history. Uh, so go on. Yeah. Um, no, I'll come to oh, you. Uh, to me, uh, I thought it was a, a good episode, and the um, season as a whole is the, one of the most recommendable seasons and the first season as well. I think there is out there. I think it was absolutely brilliant. I do have gripes with the episode, which we'll come on to in non-spoiler. Um, I've got a question for you in a second, but what did you think of it, Craig? Um, as a massive Star Wars fan, I guess we all, we all know. <laughs> Craig is the... the yeah, so, in fairness, Craig that, should be uh, the one to give the answer. That was absolutely perfect. Yeah. And it exceeded... I mean, we'll get on to it, but we called it, did say what was going who was going to turn up, what was going to happen, but still seeing it was just... Uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Surreal moment, was it for you? Very surreal. Yeah. Goosebumps. It was surreal. I think, like I just said to you both off air, if, I think if you're a movie fan, um, I mean, I love Star Wars. I'm nowhere near, I know as, I don't know as much about you or big a fan as you as Star Wars, Craig, 
but I do love Star Wars and I've watched I think every property of Star Wars there is so I do love it um, and I, but even if you're not that I think every movie fan how could it not be surreal everyone even if you don't really like Star Wars it's a surreal moment so I completely get that the, um, just before we get into it yeah. I just want to read one episode of review and right. I couldn't agree with this more it's, this is a season 2 review not the finale so season 2 review as a whole exceeded all ex- expectations to deliver, del- deliver 8 episodes of pure joy and as a whole like you just said mm. very recommendable very um, every episode the season absolutely fantastic killed it my with- question Sorry, killed it with. I was going to say, killed it with like expectations from everyone, really. Um, but go on. My question to you two, which is, there's no need to sort we're, we're in spoilers, so really just piss off if you really don't want to know. Um, but how did it differ from season one to you this season? They ramped it up a lot. Yeah, it was action after action mm. after action. No episode slowed down. No, which it is what we kept go, saying. Go, go, yeah. Yeah. This, the, the way it differed for me, and this is not, I'm not technically saying it's a bad thing. It is a sort of a gripe, which I'll come into more when we when we dig into the episode. I feel, and I'm I'm I hate the phrase fan service. I hate it. Everything should be fan service. They're making the series for fans. Yeah. So, but anyway, I did feel like this was more fan service orientated, for lack of a better phrase. And it was a little bit less. I feel like season one was really solely Mando. And yeah, 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 and I, I, I think the reason I really, really enjoyed Mandalorian season one was because it was a new character, a new world in a sense, with inverted commas, because it's not a new world; it's Star Wars. But I just felt it really centered around Mando and the and the the relationship between him and Gr- and him and Baby yeah. Yoda. This one was a lot more. Have a look at her. Have a look at him. Hey, look, we're Star Wars. That's what I felt like it was. It was, and it, they have sort of gone um, the Marvel route where this series was. Um, more of a setup for other series. So you had Ahsoka's appearance. Mm. You had the mention of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm. You had the Boba Fett bit at the end. You, well, you had Boba Fett yeah. in general, and then you had obviously Luke Skywalker at the end. Yeah. So I agree that is that is that is right. You are and it's not a, again. I'm actually going to. It's not a gripe at all actually because I think it was uh, John Favreau said recently and that that's good, they're going to be doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe way now where there's going to be not just one person in a series, they're going to have crossovers and stuff like yeah. the Marvel do. Because it is, like we've said before many times, you cannot have, like, why would Mandalorian not call someone for help Boba if he now has all these people, that, yeah. Yeah. if he needs help just on a light year away, a couple of parsecs, <laughs> whatever yeah. it's called. I don't know, but I, I think the story of Mando was clear from the start. He's got to get Baby Yoda. Yeah, oh yeah, it was clear. To, His story was clear. To yeah. a Jedi. So His I think objective was clear. There's got to be crossovers anyway. So I don't know, I think... I don't think you can go as far as just Mando and Baby Yoda and make it as two series. We'll come, it has to be crossed. We'll come on to yeah, a, I, I, I feel like there was a certain character in this finale that was sacrificed for the moment with Luke Skywalker. And we'll... So, no, no, you say, yeah, so yeah. we break it down? So just quick, let's just do a quick uh, overview. Oh yeah, where are we? Where is so, he? What's so he doing? This is what's happening. <laughs> so he's, he's, got, he's got the location of Moff Gideon's ship. He's going there. He's going to, he's going to rescue Grogu. He's got Bo-Katan on board to come help him because she wants a dark saber. She wants to find Thrawn. Oh, she wants him. Uh, <laughs> and um, so they go. They go there. Go. He doesn't really care what happens with the dark saber. He doesn't really care what happens after. He just wants Grogu back because he means, as he says, means more to him than you actually know. Mm. Lovely. Brilliant. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. And then, obviously, shit goes down. We have the Iron Man esque <laughs> troopers, yeah. um, who obviously 
want to just save Moff Gideon and save Grogu um, and kill everyone else. And then Grogu's answer has been called. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his answer has been. Mm. No, his call has been answered. Yeah, his call has been answered. His call has been That's a third beer. The call has been answered and uh, a Jedi comes. Obviously, we've mentioned it. It is Luke Skywalker. And uh, we'll go from there. So. Let's start with your gripes. What are your gripes? Oh, you want to start straight with gripes? I want to start with okay. gripes. Okay. We're starting to bat them off. <laughs> we're starting with gripes. Okay, so I'll, I'll probably just come on to what I just said about character off the back of what Connor said. So I thought, as a as a, as a a climax of a, of a villain, I thought Moff Gideon was absolutely brilliant. I There's something about him. I didn't, I knew, I've never heard of this name before since Mandalorian. No, he's, he's a new character. Oh, well, there you new go. Character. That's why then. So... Yeah. <laughs> I'd never heard of him. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. The suspense of him at the end of season one with the dark saber emerging from the tie fighter. Oh shit, he's coming. Blah blah blah. The dictatorship he had throughout the season, the fear he had of his minions or his troops or whatever that we saw in that heist um, mission with the keys from Transformers that killed himself. <laughs> um, I felt like that was the this episode was the biggest murder of a character I've seen. I've been excited for. I feel like it was such an anticlimax, and I'll tell you why. Cool. So this is this is my breakdown of Moff Gideon in this episode. Mm-hmm. Failed to hold the ship and the bridge inside one minute. Failed to beat Mando, losing with the dark saber, which had been absolutely like climaxed about. We're inside fifty-two seconds. Um, failed to kill Grogu when he did finally get a gun. Uh, messed up there. And then uh, couldn't even kill himself at the end properly and got stopped there. <laughs> so I just felt like, literally, it was... They got to the his cruiser. Um, they took the bridge. He wasn't there. He was trying to mislead Mando to get him from behind. Lost the fight very quickly. Um, and then just come in, tried to stir up some trouble with Bo-Katan about the whole dark saber being handed over. That was quickly... No one cares because Luke's here. Um... I just felt like that. I just, I was so excited for Moff Gideon finally, and I thought it was shit. I did. I'm sorry. Mm. I just think. Do you get? Do you get I know what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. I understand. I'm more. And this is why I say it. Just before, so you can come back. I don't get me wrong. Luke Skywalker was brilliant, and we'll talk about that in a bit more detail because I mean, you you broke it down for us. I think last episode where you said why it makes sense and it does yeah. make sense. But I'm more excited in Mandalorian. I think some other fans might be out there that are maybe not massive Star Wars fans but I was enjoying this season because it was bringing in these new characters and centering around a whole new different part of Star Wars I'm a bit sick to I'm a, I've got fatigue of Skywalker I'm not saying Luke I just have got fatigue no, of Skywalker yeah, the whole nine films of Skywalker and then I just felt like this was a time to see Moff Gideon big and bad and it was it wasn't I didn't find him a big and bad sorry I just want to say one thing about Moff Gideon yeah well, maybe two things. <laughs> maybe three. We'll see. Um, the fight with him and Mandalorian. Well, you got to remember, Moff Gideon is not a Jedi. He's no. not. He, he's not. He doesn't use these sort of weapons. He's no. just an Imperial officer. So, lose the fight. That's probably. It was always going to happen. Obviously, he's the villain anyway, so he's always mm. going to lose. But to lose the fight in that way was about right. He gave it a good go, but <laughs> but gave he, it a good go. He did. He did but, give it a good but go. But he's he's not a Jedi. He's no. not a Sith. He's not trained in these ways of using this sort of weapon and he's just an Imperial officer. Mm. The losing the bridge was the plan, as he says. Like they've, they've already got to the bridge, they've already killed anyone, they're still trying to look. I don't know if it was his plan, he just couldn't stop it. Mm. I don't know. I he just, that, I he, just was he was a step ahead and was not going to be there when they took it. But I don't feel like that was his plan, like I'm going to let them come onto my <laughs> ship and take my bridge. 
he just it got fucked up because Mando blasted the dark troopers out the the airlock. But I do, I do, I know what you mean. Fair point, but yeah, I think um, he, you're right. He did lose some a bit of credit. He did, um, but I still, <laughs> I still think he knew what he was doing. Yeah. See, I think his biggest weapon was his mind. Yeah. Because if you think he's, I agree. He, by the way, they, I completely they, agree. They fear the dark saber. They fear the dark troopers. He's got these plans. He tracks the ship. He's, he's clever. Very. I yeah. think. But I think when it comes to combat, he's always losing. No, that was yeah. that was just a little fair enough. I didn't mind oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like it could have been more. Like if he's if he's gonna use. I mean, why did he have the dark saber if he knows he's not gonna beat Manda with it anyway? But I just feel like there wasn't. There could have been an extra 10, 15 minutes. Maybe make the series an hour long. Really show us why Moff Gideon has this clout. In the em- mm. in this new empire order, whatever it is at the minute, and I just think I was so excited to see the climax of this character that because I think in all the, you only got a ten second hologram of him in one episode and stuff like that, so I was really ready for to see it here, and I just felt like I didn't. So it's I'm not saying this episode was bad. I've got more gripes, but that was a gripe. That I felt like his main weapon though was the Dark Troopers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he's Should we come on to my next gripe? Well, yes, go on. Yeah, no, why not? <laughs> my next gripe, Dark Troopers, how cool are they? Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Right? The tech, it was like a techno music that was on when yeah, they... Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, like, yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> the soundtrack for the whole episode when Luke turns out and grows yeah. his sad moment. It's I really was shitting good. myself yeah. in my front room over that techno music. It was so <laughs> cool. They looked incredible. But, again... I felt like they were. I felt like it was an anti climax. Again, they were built up. They were, what was it about three or four episodes building up to yeah. the Dark Troopers? The Dark Troopers, you saw them come down like Iron Man esque, take Grogu, etc. And how like we can't let them get activated, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously they take quite a lot of time to boot up. Again, made sense. Fine. Suspense. Can, he, can he get there in time? <laughs> yeah. They get blown out the airlock. One gets out. And to be honest, he gets punched around a bit, but. It gets the spear out, dead, move on. Felt like it was just, I, I, like I say, I liked the power they gave, but then they get blown out the airlock. Then they come back off, oh, thank God, they're not ruined, they're back, they can show what they can do now. And then I get, I completely get it's Luke Skywalker. I completely understand, Craig, it's Luke Did Skywalker. Did you even like this episode? No, I do, <laughs> and I will explain why, but this is my gripe. Again, you, you've got to be objective here. You, yeah, you, I, I know yeah, you no, know no, films no, more yeah, than right, anyone. Well. And there was a bit at the end, especially the last two dark troopers. Like, they were just going... They looked to me... You know the Roger Roger droids? Yes. They were basically them in that scene. They were literally stumbling around one mile an hour going pew, 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 just getting cut. Yeah. They're dark. These are supposed to be the big, bad dark troopers with, like... Um, I know these wouldn't didn't have Sith energy yeah. into them, like the comics and stuff. But these were clearly next-gen, fuck, no one can beat them. And then I get it's Luke Skywalker, but I, again, I was just a bit like... The, they were really useless. Got blown out. Come back. Fucked over. It just I didn't see their potential. One, one thing they were you wasted. one thing you are missing though. Oh god. <clears throat> they shouldn't be able to. They no one should be able to beat them. You're right. And against you know if that door they would have got through that door, all of them would have been dead. No, there's mm. no cripes about it. That's that's what would have happened. But we got to remember at this time of in the Star Wars universe, Jedi's and that are just legends. No one yeah, knows they actually yeah. exist. Like, mm, it's only yeah. Luke Skywalker is the only one who remains. Ahsoka's there, but no one knows of her. Luke Skywalker, and even when it goes to the Force Awakens, when um, Ray's asking about Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, and that, mm. he's like, they're like, it's just legendary. We didn't think yeah. it's actually real. And he's like, yeah, it's all true and stuff. This is what happened. Um, 
So that did no, give more weight to Luke Skywalker coming. Yeah, like, but, yeah. and then because you see, like um, Moff Gideon, he's very cocky. He's like, when they open it, when <clears throat> when they get through the door, everyone is going to be dead, apart from me and the child. The kid, yeah. Um, and then as soon as they they look at the monitor and see Luke, he has say, a quick little. A, yeah, <laughs> as soon as they look at, it, they go, "It's a Jedi." He goes, "Ugh, shit." That probably shits himself, yeah. and then goes for the backup plan. Which didn't work also, which I get what you mean. But um, And then the third backup plan to kill himself. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't work. <laughs> but uh, I have I have no problem with how much it was handled. In I it. understand why you... I don't think there's a right... I, I think it's more of a my personal opinion, which is why I went like a caveat. 100% I did not hate this and it's still brilliant and I get it. I think I was just really... I think I was just really excited for Moff Gideon because mm. I just got attached to him. Yeah, no, yeah, and, I, and, and the same with the Dark <clears throat> Troopers. I was, it was something different because we've seen droids before, um, but this was they were different. I've never seen this before, other than what you explained last yeah. week in the uh, comics and that. And I just felt like they they were sort of like they yeah, yeah, did yeah. This in the reverse as well. You know, I, I don't know if you remember oh, you I last week. Third gen- the generation. Yeah. The, so the first and second generations of these Dark Troopers were droids, and the third generation was. People Exo inside suits. them, exosuits yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas when they said it to the cloner during the start of the episode, it's like mm. these darcher as well. He's like, no, we've eliminated yeah. the the bad part of it, which is the human integration. Yeah. These are now full choice. So they did it the opposite way around, to be fair. Yeah. But I, yeah, but I, let's let's move. Well, we'll get away from your gripes. That's just because if anything, that's a backhanded compliment. I'm trying to say yeah, that no, yeah, okay, John yeah. Favreau and Dave Filoni created this character as you I didn't know until now that. He's not been heard of before. It's kind of whatever in this. And I thought it was so good. I just would have liked to have seen more than that and less of Skywalker because I've seen decades of him. Bef- yeah. Like, of, no, yeah, So yeah, that's yeah, all. I think that was my gripe with it. But it was more of a backhanded compliment because it was successful in the fact that I love these characters. But, so now onto the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's just start with him. Can I just, just say everything? Can I say one <laughs> thing that I found? I got semi-erect. Go on. <laughs> the... Tie fighter ejections, how yeah, they showed that. That was yeah. quite good. Cool, yeah. like, it was like a um, factory. It yeah. was, I've never, because in Star you Wars, do you ever, I mean, Craig would know, but do there's you ever. O- there's only one scene in Force Awakens where, you know, when John Boyega's the stormtrooper and they go to escape and then you have the side Yeah, and then, and then, Yeah, that's it. That's the only thing you ever see. The rest of the time, it's always release the tie fighters yeah. and there's 400 of them. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly, like, yeah. where did they come from? <laughs> but I loved how it was like shooting out. Yeah. It was absolutely top drawer. That was right. That's how they got their entrance into the yeah, ship, which I it. thought was cool. But yeah, sorry, carry on. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd speak, uh, like one thing your brother said the other day, actually, um, uh, about the music around it, I thought every bit was like bang on. Like, even with like yeah. a slight techno oh, God, thing with the fast. droids, but then when Luke Luke turned up, it was the classic like um, Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker soundtrack. And then obviously the sad moment with Grogu where he has to realize he has to go with Luke. Um, he played a different start, different little song. Just on that nice. before you carry on, that was brilliant. Um, the noise, had a tear. the score with yeah. uh, uh, Skywalker walking through yeah. and killing them. It, it made you feel like well you knew it anyway because it's Luke Skywalker and if you know him fair play he's a G but <laughs> the music made you feel like you don't have there's no suspense here just watch him everything's yeah. fine and yeah. that had that, that feel the to the parallels yeah. between that and Vader's entrance in the Rogue One mm. the hallway scene yeah he's like he's bang on it's so yeah. good I actually saw a video the other day where two of them have um, they've put it like above and below the yeah. two scenes it's, it's so good it's very I, good. I liked it as well because in other Star Wars films and I won't go into into sort of actual examples but I feel like they're always heavy on force usage yeah. or they're always heavy on lightsaber usage 
but him here, he was using all different yeah, combinations. Yeah. It was just absolutely brilliant. How and he even used the Vader technique of crushing. Yes, uh, yes, which is like his, yeah, his dad, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Which yeah. he doesn't really. Yeah. You don't see him do that any no. other time. But then he's obviously becoming more powerful, using a bit more um, of the force. Really. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I I couldn't praise it enough. I was I, I genuinely had a tear with little Grogu when like. Uh, Din Djarin took off his helmet finally to let him see his face because mm-hmm. Grogu hasn't seen his face yeah. Grogu's never seen his yeah. face so he tucked his weird little hand and I, I, saw, <laughs> I, saw, I, saw a, I saw a good picture actually which I didn't I know you're correlate say, about Darth Vader Oh, no, sorry. Oh, sorry. You you're know what I'm Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I saw little that. Hand. Your little hand. <laughs> but oh, my, my noun seems oh, very God. boring. <laughs> so do you remember in, well, you do remember, but Connor, Connor maybe remember the in the uh, Return of the Jedi, the, the old uh, trilogy yeah when Darth Vader turns good he um, removes his helmet because yeah. he wants to in commas see his face with his own eyes yeah and sort see of that, is that why he pulled off Mandal- is that yeah, why Mando yeah. pulled off the head because he wanted to see him because uh, he actually touches him yeah didn't he yeah. So, yeah. I thought well, that was quite throughout, a good throughout that whole series it, it's um, it's like the Mando is questioning his uh, sort of um, what's he way of his order, yeah, his way exactly, of exactly because yeah. when he meets Bo-Katan and that he's like, well, you ain't who we think you are. You take off your mask and stuff. Yeah. When he meets um, when he's with oh, what's his name, Bill Burr's character, you know, the, yeah, yeah. when they go to the prison breakout, uh, the um, what's it called? When they go to find their coordinates for the ship. Yeah, yeah. He takes his thing off because he'll do anything to uh, complete mm. his mission, basically. And then obviously in the last one, he takes his hat off, his helmet off in front of everyone. Mm. So. It is really questioning what his creed is. That's it. That's, that's the one. That's creed, the word. The Mandalorian yeah. creed. Um, but yeah, Luke Skywalker turned up was just unbelievable. And I think as soon as, as soon as he said, it was like the X wings approaching. It's like what one X wing? What we're we gonna do? I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was still unsure because I. I, I, nah, remember, the no, I, I, I was still. I was still thinking. I remember going like, well, it must be Luke because of what Craig said before. Yeah. Because I thought it must be because the way he's so hyped. Must be Luke, but then I was like, and then I was singing out, "What's it called? Red Five. He's, Red Five. Yeah. And I was well, like, "Is that Red Five? And I was yeah. like, "Oh, maybe it's not then. Or maybe it's just someone from the resistance." I thought it was Ezra, and then you see the same and then one. yeah, and, and his little black glove, yeah. which his his dad gave him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it was very obviously. We'll get we'll talk about the face, age in a sec, but it was obviously a very clever move by Disney for him to wear his Jedi robes, do all the fighting without. Yeah. revealing the face obviously like you said the hand the green lightsaber was enough it's enough know, enough yeah. for you to know it was Annie X-Wing you all knew who it was um, and then we get to the bit obviously he re- removes his cloak <laughs> and I mean it is Luke Skywalker but the face is it's not great do you, have yeah. you had, it's good it's not great nah. do you get the advertisements for that face app swap thing yeah, keep re- coming re- up re- yeah. and it's the John Wick it's John Wick yeah. and they yes. put like Johnny Depp on John That's Wick it, yeah it looks like that. Yeah. Well, I just showed you a video before yeah. we just did this little segment of someone who, within 72 hours of the finale, took the footage and did a deep fake on it using Mark Hamill's face from Return of the Jedi. And uh, it looks better. That's bad. It definitely looks better. Yeah. So maybe Disney need to invest, because uh, John Favreau was saying about it, obviously, on uh, that Good Morning America, saying about how much work went into doing a de aging. Because it said Mark Hamill was actually on set. Yeah, and because he, he was his voice, obviously his stunt, not stunt, but a body double, mm. um, doing the action scenes, and then they used the de aging, uh, de aging of how Mark Hamill looks now, which is a bit seems like a bit of an odd way of doing yeah. it. Yeah, 
because the, they had the footage of Return of Jedi already. So, but this was my thing because in Rogue One, that General Tarkin looked fine. That's you know, fun fact about that. Ooh. That's not actually an actor. That's oh. the whole CGI. Character. No, no, I, do, I knew that. Sorry, oh, right, yeah. Okay, yeah. But what I'm saying is, if well, you watch it again, that is a bit ropey. Oh, I don't know. There was some. I feel like that that looks better than this. So how did they... Mm. This was terrible, Craig. This, I wouldn't say it's terrible. Oh, it was good. It was good. The, the first bit when you see him, it was like, mm, okay, I can see the it. Close up, the close then up it gets closer really and then his lips ain't moving right. And yeah. it, I felt it was terrible. And another thing, why would you not just get Sebastian Stan? Yeah. yeah. Pay yeah. him. Because how much millions did it cost to do that fucking technology? I, think, I, I read a, I read a thing. I can't remember who it was now who said it. It might have been John Ferro, but... They did say they didn't. They purposely didn't want to do someone. I didn't mention Sebastian Stan on, on yeah, purpose. Yeah. But they didn't want to do someone else who looked like him, without actually having him. If you see what I mean. That's, yeah. Because mm. Mark Hamill's even come out and said that like Sebastian Stan is scary. How much yeah, it looks yeah, it like was. him. Yeah. And I wouldn't say so much it. now, but there's a, that yeah. one photo of them two parallel. But you could. Good. You could yeah. do more with Sebastian Stan standing there. Yeah. 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 But yeah. The re- I, I, I always a, watch this. Um, um, YouTube channel is quite. It's actually quite a good channel called Corridor Digital. Mm. Um, got loads of followers and stuff and subscribers. But they do basically rate good and bad CGI. So oh, Scorpion, that, yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. brilliant. It's, it's actually Scorpion really King's like a... yeah. So they they rate them and look at them and they look what and they they basically recreate some. So they redid the Scorpion King entrance better. in the Mummy Returns. They did it themselves on their computers. That's brilliant. And it looks, it's not great still, but it no. looks a lot better. Yeah. Anyway, so they um, was talking about this sort of stuff and said. Um, the number one problem you just mentioned it about lips number one problem is CGI workers and stuff cannot ever get lips to be natural because they always try and you will notice it now when I'm talking to you and when you start talking your top lip really doesn't actually move that much yeah yeah because yeah. like, you don't really see your teeth it's that just much coming unless, up unless and down it's, yeah, unless yeah. it's accentuated it's your bottom lip that does it and they always say animators do always try and move the top lip around to do it which always makes you make in your eyes think something's off watching mm. it do you know what I mean so but other than that I, I mean let's not forget this is still a TV show I, yeah. think, I just think the gravitas of Skywalker there gravitas lovely absolutely that, that moment and the fact they kept his secret all this time yeah. no one knew yeah. and he turns up you're so blinded by yeah. that's Luke Skywalker mm. you you don't even care like, I didn't even care really. mm. I saw it I thought Okay. Yeah, it's a big moment. No, I agree. Yeah. I, was that, yeah, yeah. I was actually yeah. just going to say that we're more sort of talking about this as fun, mm. but it doesn't. It, sort didn't, it, of, didn't it doesn't take anything away from the show. It's just, yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it looks. Oh, oops, shit, sorry, <laughs> one. It looked, it looked a bit waft. We all agree. No, I, I, no, I still think it looked good. I just didn't think it looked great. You thought it looked good. I thought it looked good. Yeah, can't no. agree with that. I didn't think it looked bad. I thought so. it looked. I thought, <laughs> I mean, you could definitely tell. The, the it, it was CGI. more the close yeah. up, especially when he was like. Come, little one. Yeah. It's re- it looks as if it looks like the face apps. It looks like that yeah. Instagram advertisement. Yeah, How can yeah, I not no. call that bad yeah. if it's an app? I would expect Disney to be able to make something better than that. I personally would. But well, like if I'm said, not, that that's, deep as you thing. said, Connor's great gravitas doesn't take away no. from that mm. at all. I completely agree with that. But there is a one bit in it where, when Skywalker picks up Grogu. And you can tell it's just that dull. It's just that yeah. dull. <laughs> it just like it just picks most like picking up a box. I, like, I noticed because that, for yeah. the, because most of most of Grogu throughout the series is real puppet. Yeah, and then there's a very few CGI scenes. And there's a bit when R two D two R two D two comes, and then very, Grogu's like CGI. hanging onto his uh, onto Din the Mando uh, his leg, and then he sees R two and turns around. He's like, 
What was like, and you can tell it's CGI. It still looks good. It's yeah. like, no problem with it. But like you said, when Luke picks it up, <laughs> it is it's full on like a little. But you see that with Mando as well. He just makes it a little bit less obvious. There's yeah. a lot of times when he yeah. picks up a little uh, toy or doll or whatever, and you can see it is because it doesn't just move right, does it? Yeah. But, um, yeah. No. Um, for me, fantastic. The way it yeah. ends. Obviously, it's they're brilliant. in the lift, and it just goes shuts yeah. it off. And yeah. I was like, oh, I wanted a bit more. Very but, very um, heart like. And we, yeah, I was about to say it was so sad. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was so sad that bit. I was like, I was like, that, but that he has completed his mission. That is what he. Yeah. That is what he was there to do. But um, one question I have for you. Well, not a question. I'm gonna say something, and you just give me your reactions. So we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago about who could turn up for this finale. Obviously, Luke was there. He had the possibility of Ahsoka coming back. I was a bit, I was a bit unsure whether Ahsoka was gonna come back. It sort of made sense, but that was set up for us. Yeah, they've set her up. Yeah. Uh, Ezra, obviously, since they've announced Ahsoka series, obviously he's going to be saved for that with Grand Admiral Thrawn. So it had to be Luke, but or Cal Kestis from the Jedi Fallen yeah. Order, which is odd. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I keep seeing it now. That character, like the actual animated character on in the game, is the image of the actor playing the voice yeah. actor. Yeah, it is. Yeah, which is really odd. Why you would do. Uh, video came because like everyone else like you said you spoke about Desmond um, yeah. in Assassin's Creed the guy Nolan North yeah. voices him as well as many other things even Iron Man that Avengers game I oh I didn't know that okay yeah. right. they don't look like that they like the, the voice actors yeah. don't look like the character this yeah. one has specifically been made so it just leads you to believe believe that mm. he is going to make an appearance somewhere because why would you make the video they could have chosen to be anyone to, true mm. but to be fair in def- well not defence but that over the last, I'd say, 10 years or five years, that's become more of a thing. Like, for example, how random is this? Uh, Luke Cage, Mike Colt, he, he's in Call of Duty. You've got um, it's, uh, the, uh, the one of the Russian twins in um, the Netflix Daredevil. Um, he's in Call of Duty as well. Like, they do, whether it's easier, I don't know, but I've, I've started to notice in games, I've noticed a few in Assassin's Creed that I know from Vikings. Yeah. A lot of them now in games, they will use actual actors. And Kevin I don't Spacers. understand why. Kevin Spacey in Call of Duty. Yeah, he yes, is. he is. Oh my God, yeah, he is. Yeah. Space one. But there you go. So I don't know why, but I do know what you mean. I, get I do, it, I do what you mean. I get them, but they're not main characters. This no. is like a yeah, soul, the soul Jedi. Yeah, yeah. fair point. Even. Um, you know his master in it, the the black lady. I think named Seer. Yes, yeah. So she's yeah. that's the actress as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I get what you mean. It just seems a bit odd that they're doing a yeah. main character, which is this story is canon. Yeah, that the video game story is. I, I agree. I agree with you. That that means something. I personally agree because if you're doing these four hundred spin-offs, which yeah. Lucasfilm have announced <laughs> and Disney, why would you not bring back those two, Ezra Miller, yeah. mainly Ezra Miller for me? No, Ez- but no. Ezra Ezra Miller's the guy who plays Flash. <laughs> who have I said? You said, you said Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller. Oh, who's what's his name? Ezra. Do we know his second I don't name? Know, I oh, sorry. Why have I said Ezra Miller? Sorry. <laughs> He's not here. Sorry. Yeah, Ezra. That been a Ezra weird from show Rebels. Um, it, I would. That makes more sense to bring him back. But Bridger. Ezra. Bridger. Ezra Bridger. That's yeah. the one. So why would you not? Have, why would you have all these spin-offs and not just bring these two in just yeah. to fan service the yeah. phrase again? Why would you not? We get back to the point. Yeah. So I said couple of weeks ago it has to be Luke Skywalker well, not has to be but it makes sense to be Luke Skywalker because about this time is where he starts doing his Jedi Temple before young Ben Solo goes there and fucks it all up in, in fairness Luke was going to kill him when he's sleeping so <laughs> no <laughs> it's a certain point of view it's a certain point of view but um, 
Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, word, Luke. <laughs> Calm down a bit, would you? Sorry, so now he's set up. So basically, he's, he's recruiting children, as in Grogu. So he's taking Grogu to the Jedi, his new Jedi temple For what? or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but now everyone's saying, obviously, Grogu's there at the Jedi temple. Ben Solo. Oh, I'm not emotionally ready for this. <laughs> well, this is a sad thing that people are saying. Now he's taking Grogu to the Jedi temple. Ben Solo now burns to the ground and slaughters everyone there. So people are now going, to, basically, there's Twitter campaigns going, not campaigns, but Twitter things going on, Instagram. Save Grogu. Saying, no, no, not, not save Grogu, but basically just going, putting more hate on Ben Solo, Kylo sure. Ren now, because Jesus. if Grogu is still there at the time, which is only about, I think it's about 15 mm. years after this, if he's still there at Luke's Jedi Temple, then he's dead yeah. with everyone yeah. else. Yeah. So, God. Pretty, uh, yeah. pretty upsetting stuff. So, so that last scene when he takes Gogu is actually slightly more upsetting Take, than what you, you think. It's almost like he's taken him to his death because yeah, we, know, exactly we know what's going exactly. to happen. Uh, yeah, um, fair point to raise there. Actually. But uh, other than that, I, I, as a season as a whole, one of, one of the best... Um, TV seasons I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I can't. The whole season, the whole is just fantastic. I, I, yeah. as especially bearing in mind there's two seasons of it. I think it's yeah. like the, the best phrase I've, I've used it so many times now. But if if someone was to go to me, what's the best? What's what's an easy one? What's the best recommended series you could give? I'd say Mandalore. I think it's absolutely brilliant. The thing you is, you don't people, have to be a Star Wars the, fan. Yeah. People who do, people know without religiously watching all the films that people know who Luke Skywalker is. Yeah, yeah. So if you watch that show. And you're not a massive fan of Star Wars, you would still be at the end. You'd be like, oh, "Of course you would, hundred percent." So it doesn't really. Matter. And if anything, everyone knows who Arthur Dieter is. Everyone yeah. knows that little blue and white yeah. joint. Yeah. So he turns up. I'm surprised C3 Ray didn't pop in, but yeah. don't worry about. It. Looking trim, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> God, what's your what's your thoughts on the season as a whole? Outstanding. That is a word for me. I think it's outstanding. And I had a question for you as well. Okay. I asked you earlier in the week. Uh, another moment that made you feel the same as you felt. Uh, watching that final episode of another series Ooh. when was the last time you felt that happy well, I, or that satisfied I didn't actually well, think I said about it, this well I said it in the group chat and I, I'm sticking by it. it there hasn't been for a very long time mm. no I, I, I don't know you compare it to that. episodes of Game of Thrones I was, maybe, about, I was yeah. about to say to be, or Breaking Bad you know what the most, the most probably the most shocking of most recent episodes of a TV show is probably The Red Wedding yeah Game of Thrones but I didn't have that affiliation to it really. Like this Star Wars, obviously, course, is my yeah, thing. So yeah, yeah. there's no so, nostalgia yeah. to Game of Thrones no, at all. No, yeah. that was shocking. Yeah, Mando was shocking as well for a different reason, but also sad for a different reason, and also fan service. The like most, said, good. the most, yeah. and I completely understand the season was not shit, but I completely understand they fucked the ending with Game of Thrones. I fully agree with that. I won't go into it, but for a moment where I was incomplete, jumped off the sofa. I think I threw something. I can't remember what I threw. We was in me and my missus was in Hastings watching the uh, um, Battle of Winterfell episode. Mm. I think it was episode very, three. Very of, good. Yeah, and when Arya Stark oh, yeah. come out of nowhere and killed the Night King, that for me was the most I think I've ever been since Smallville. Since I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've ever been where I am just silence in the room and I completely lost my shit. I felt probably so it, but this did have I had that effect. I know what Craig's saying. Was I a little bit disappointed in some characters of course, which I've said, but this was absolutely and I'd say the same word as you. The series outstanding. Yeah. 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 There's one other moment I think for me that was that shocked me in a TV series which is when in Breaking Bad 
Hank realize. Oh, just say it. Hank realizes <laughs> that Walter White is the guy he's been oh, chasing. Oh, I know that's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's another. Sh- but again, it's not comparable and not the same sort of moment. Yeah, because you, you don't have any nostalgia, nostalgia or anything. I suppose, to it, yeah. I suppose the, the moment you compare it to almost is quite fitting is um, Darth Vader turning up in Rogue One. Yeah. It's yeah. almost yeah, like that. No, because no, no one knew that was coming yeah, either. Yeah, that was yeah. a massive yeah. secret again. Yeah, it's a But all you can say from this is. If Disney and Marvel and Star Wars can keep producing this level of shows across Star Wars and the Mar- all the, the ten Marvel shows, the eleven now Star Wars shows that are coming out, mm. fucking bring them on! Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to watch them all. And WandaVision in what three weeks now? Or mm. a bit, just a bit Ooh. over three weeks. So I just thought another one. Sorry, Sam Jackson in Iron Man One. When you knew, oh, that yeah, was yeah, that's yeah, actually because yeah. that's that's yeah. more comparable. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, right. you know what's coming. And, yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah, outstanding. Right, so now it's time for... A bunch of scraps! Right, who's going first? Uh, I've only got one, so... I'm not logged onto my laptop, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'll so go, I'll you go. Got? So, a few, I've got a couple. So, David Harbour's come out and said Stranger Things Season 4 is his favourite yet. Yes, I read that. So, yeah. there's still no date for it to come out, but... It feels like that's been dragging, did not it? Mm. But I'm, I, I can't they come wait. They well, normally come out every Halloween, don't they? Yeah, usually. But obviously, we've missed one mm. this year. Yeah. But... It really annoys me actors to say this. Because of course, yeah, I know. Of yeah. course, they go, would. Nah, this is the yeah. worst one. To be fair, don't bother yeah. watching. <laughs> I mean, we'll, I'm going to watch it. Of course. Uh, another one. Barack Obama comes out with his yearly favourites. What he's been listening oh, to. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of it was one of the shows he's watched. His favourite was The Boys. Yeah. And the showrunner came out and said he's flabbergasted. Yeah. That's his favourite. I can't see why he's flabbergasted because Obama's just a normal yeah. man at the end of the day. And to be fair, I, t- I mean, I know he's political and he's got to say things, but he was basically saying the reason he liked it was because it tackled some things like race and sexism and stuff, which, yeah. in fairness, they have sprinkled a lot of that over yeah. the show. The whole Definitely, thing about yeah. A-Train mm-hmm. and the, the whole thing was about Nazi and racist. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think he just liked it because people got their heads blown up. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, I that's think, really why he's yeah, a merchant of war. <laughs> of course, he's got to be a bit more, yeah. you know, more about he's it. Still president. Yeah. And final one... Um, as we all know in the news, comedian Ezzy Azard is now using she, her pronouns. Just for a check-in. I feel like he's been doing that for years. Well, He's been a drag queen for like, <laughs> since he's been alive. Oh, but he's, now you can't say he. Him. Oh, okay. And uh, she, her. Not again. <laughs> so, so he's done the opposite of Elliot Page. Elliot Page. Right. Who's come out and thanked everyone for his, the support for him. Have you yeah. noticed the photos you po- he, he posted the other day and it was like... Just in a hat. Yeah. Yep. Do you, are you, is this stereotypical boy <laughs> yeah, yeah. is this I do have some scraps got a funny one uh, I'll start with the just in the standard so Emily Blunt confirms Edge of Tomorrow 2 is still in the works the script is really promising and really cool um, to be I'm honest sure I, it is. So I'm sure again as you just yeah. said she's not going to say that shit is she yeah. but uh, I, I really liked that film so well. if you bring out another one I'll watch it I don't think there's much need I don't, I don't know where you could sequel. follow on no. from it it is a, a book isn't it might be a prequel the first one's know. a book oh is it I didn't yeah. know I don't I don't yeah. know if the second one I don't, I don't know if there's a second book mm. but fair dues Tom Cruise hopefully he didn't have a go at anyone on that <laughs> set um, so and my last one you're going to think this is bullshit and it's not it's true okay so Lord of the Rings series Amazon Mm. they've bulked out uh, I, I have got the 20 list of names but I think only five of them I recognise it's a lot of non people you wouldn't reckon would know which is f- fine that's good um, but one of them <laughs> <laughs> what is this 
Oh my god, I don't know how to say this without you thinking I'm bullshitting. It's Lenny Henry. No way. <laughs> no. no, Lenny why? Henry? No way. No. What? He's in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no. So I listened to okay, uh, a couple, another, uh, do you remember? Sorry, sorry. Sir Lenny Henry. Sir, oh, sorry. Okay. Sir Lenny Henry. Is it, do we know his character? Is no, it just... no, no. You have right, got no okay. character right. for a form or anything anything like that. It's just they, they said, basically, here's some news. There's like a tw- list of 20 that have bolstered the um, cast. You've got the the woman who played. Do you remember? You remember Sparkus? Yes, um, yeah. You know the woman who played uh, May uh, Meve, who was uh, Crixus's missus. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. So the the one she got actually recast, so the actress got fucked over, and then yeah. she was recast as that someone else, um, who was in the accountant with Ben Affleck. So she's been in a few things, quite good. Um, and then yeah, other than that, I don't think you're gonna. Re- Lenny I, yeah. Henry. Let's Lenny go back Henry. to Lenny Henry. We'll Google, I'm, I'm going to Google this. Do you know what? Any, and most of me. the followers from Instagram, whatever, are American, right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't. They don't know who Lenny Henry is. Sir Lenny Henry is. Do you? Does anyone want to? I'm trying, take, to, I'm trying to think of a comparison. Him? He's basically he's Mr. Comic Relief. Yeah. He's a he's a comedian. In this country, think of would you put him on? Think of Bill Crosby before he done anything bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but he, but he is, he's a national treasure. He is a, a national, he is a national treasure. Yeah. National treasure. How has he got behind that gig? Ainsley Area? <laughs> yeah, Ainsley is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How has he got that? Gig? Don't know. I don't know. That's mad. Has he Fair done play? much? I don't. Other, Other than New York Relief, British. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> no, what else is he, I don't know what he's done. I will Google it after. Stand-ups okay. and stuff. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe Dawn put a word in. Have you ever... <laughs> he would have done... I'm not saying he'd done um, Vicar of Dibley because he was married to bloody Dawn French, but I think he's done some BBC British... British he's got to have done something yeah. to get this But he's in. in it, he's in it. I'm going to have a look now. He's it's like... This is like a lot what, of money. you Lenny Henry, IDMB. <laughs> is that a lot of Shakespeare? Okay, um, fair enough. I, I presumed it was all comic... Screen stage. Uh, oh, he was in um, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. The Fuck! Shrunk, the shrunken what? head voice. Voiceover. Oh, whoa! Yeah. So oh, look, Dawn French is in it. It's the lady. He's the, the woman in the paint. Yeah. Oh, cool. he had the Lenny Henry show. Of course he did. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, Geese is a bit of bad. Then. Yeah, he's um, a Can you just double check and put Lenny Henry Lord of the Rings, please? Yeah. It's true. It's not going to be on IMDb yet. No. It won't be on there yet. Just put Lenny Henry Lord of the Rings. Well, it's come up on Google, so... Mm, yeah, joins Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's absolutely insane. Honestly, any American listeners or anyone else who's not from the UK, just look at this guy. Just watch this guy for a bit. Go on YouTube, you'll find enough. He's a comedian. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty odd. It's really strange. Um, then again, that's... Bill Burr is a comedian as well. Yeah. He's in Mandalorian. So... And New Girl. And New Girl, yeah. 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 I watched the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From Boston, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, yeah go on. Uh, you done with scraps? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have one scrap. It's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question. Is it going to be better than Lenny Henry in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no, it's not. I should have gone first. I should have gone first. But, so IGN, who, who you know do that, reviews for games, movies, TV show, all this on all the socials and YouTube mm. and that. Um, they've released their favourite game. My fav- so their favourite game, favourite movie and favourite TV show of the year. Right? Yeah. So their favourite game, any guesses? Favourite game of the year? God of War. No, it wasn't this year. Oh, oh, sorry, of what, this year? Yeah, 2020. Oh, sorry. So I'll, get, I'll tell you what i do. Make it easy for you. There's four, I'll give you the four finalists. Yeah. And these are all voted by users on whatever social. So the four finalists were Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Ghost of Tsushima, 
and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ghost. I'd go Cyberpunk still. Uh, the finalists were Ghost of Tsushima and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Ooh, and ooh. Miles Morales won. Ooh. But listen to this. Ghost of Tsushima, 49.9% of the votes. Miles Morales, 50.1%. Very ooh. tight. Very tight. I would say Ghost just because that game as a whole. Did you play it? No, but I've heard a lot about it. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I've heard it's, it was. That game was beautiful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the game was beautiful. Fair it play. is a fantastic looking game. On PS4 as well. They release that next gen, it would look like the best. To be fair, Valhalla has that aspect yeah, yeah, to yeah, it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You're looking over the. I've got my own issues with Valhalla. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, favourite films were. Four finalists were Borat 2, Tenet, Wonder Woman 1984, and Birds of Prey. They're really scrapping the barrel of films this year, aren't they? Really? Just, just, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, go, I'll go for Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. It was Wonder Woman. Again, yeah. Wonder Woman won with 50.1%. Against Birds of Prey. Tenor. Tenor, okay. At 49.9. Very close. Very. The last one we go on to. TV show of the year. The finalists were The Boys. I don't know what that was. I don't know what the full point was. It's just images. I'm going images. Right. The Boys, uh, Mando, and the animated Harley Quinn. Mando. Okay. Mando. With Mando by seventy four percent to the boys to the boys twenty six percent. So yeah, the favorite, the fa- sorry, the three favorites were favorite game, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, favorite movie, nineteen eighty four, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, and TV show The Mandalorian. Oh, that's lucky because we're doing a giveaway. <laughs> we're more on the Insta. We'll wait for you. Yeah, we'll do it. So there will be there will be a giveaway coming up. It will be for Spider-Man, Miles Morales on a PS five. Um, the details will be is we just need you to have a little listen. Give us a review on whatever platform you're on, whether you're on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, even on Instagram, if you send me the uh, information, um, I can upload that or whatever, that's fine. But just need a image of your review you've done, when you've done it, and a country that you are from, and then we can get that sorted out for you. Woo! Yeah. Um, so yeah, Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS5. So other than that uh, I guess we will be back in the new year so Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas um, have a good new year and uh, we'll be back a week probably a week before or two weeks before WandaVision comes out having a look at the 2021 slate for a very yeah. crazy year yeah. yeah hopefully if we can all go back to cinema <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening um, remember to check out the Instagram at Real World Talk and we will be back in the new year I'm going to be one of those people see you next year see you next year <laughs> <laughs>